This is for the nerds, this is for the brainiacs, this is what we deserve. Go ahead and play it back, you ain't gonna touch me, you not gonna do nothing, you are not above me, I bet you wish you was me, I know it, I know. What is poppin' everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Only Friends Podcast. And I'm here with my only friends. You know, we in the building. I'm with my sidekick, Matt Berkey. What's poppin', Berk? Sidekick, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Who the fuck do you think you are, God I'm Batman, it. you're Robin. I pay the fucking bills <laughs> in this place. This is as bad as what I've done to Andy. Poor Andy on his birthday. Guys, I want to introduce you to two of my oldest friends in poker. Uncle Dan and Andy here. Uh, if you guys got a little glimpse of the thumbnail, we have a... There's only one picture of Andy in existence. And it's the one that we use for the thumbnail today. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have him, you know, gently snuggling Uncle Dan. These two have known each other since college. Unfortunately for one or the other, I'm not sure who. Yes, that, that picture also exists on a pillow in Dan's, uh, in Dan's home. <laughs> I still have it. The greatest picture ever. Cuddle pick. Cuddle mm -hmm. pick, you know. Yeah, for sure. Uh, happy birthday, young man. Thank big 3-9 today. Mm -hmm. like big happy Thank birthday. You. The big. last the last year of your 30s. Yeah. Mm. Nothing really changes, celebrate. trust me. I feel like you've been out of your 30s for a solid decade. <laughs> yeah, you just told me I don't look a day over, older uh, 45. Yeah, not a day, not a day under okay. 45. Uh, I have you to thank for, for my pickleball exploits. Right. You got me involved and then you promptly quit. Yes, I introduced Berkey to pickleball. So <laughs> I think you fucking quit. How yeah. is your pickleball game, Burke? It's strong, Dan. It's it is, strong to fairly strong. He's fucking lying to you, Dan. I've heard, it, I've heard from other people that you play fairly unorthodox. Everybody says this about everything that I do. I okay? love this. Is I, it, do you think it's because you're just like a, a contrarian at heart? Uh, yeah, I think partly. I'm left-handed, so things look a little differently than maybe they should. That isn't what they said. Uh, do you know, do you but know what it, means? Whoever, whoever they is, I'm assuming it's either Dave or Dan Smith. I don't know. Okay, well, these are the only two that I think... <laughs> I've you, said some things. I've said some things. Oh, you can say whatever you want. First of all, how <laughs> dare you? No, I will say his... It's caught up to where his play is caught up to where he thought his play was. Man, he's trash. There's a big gap. <laughs> Let's just stop fucking wow. going around the bus, beat around the shit. The man is trash and pickleball. And yeah. like, I'm going to fucking whoop his ass very soon. And we're going to put an end to this all. <laughs> nice, Phone down. Nice work, Conrad. Uh, Imagine if his poker game catches up to where he thinks it is. <laughs> oh, he'll be killing it. I'll be the greatest of all time, obviously. Uh, first of all... I'm going to embarrass him and we'll get that on film. Andy, if you would like to be the videographer, you know, potentially put together a highlight reel. I know this is a bit of your specialty. Yes. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know, uh, a big part of living with Andy is once a year reliving his highlights from high school basketball <laughs> in a video montage that he put together using what I can only assume was two VCRs. Yeah, it's pretty old. It's, yeah. it's old well, you, you have your own YouTube page, don't you? I do. I think you're one of my three subscribers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, it's no, that's great. Uh, one Brent Hanks's wedding yes, is on there. That is a really good video. That's on there. Yes. Yeah, that's a gem. Mm -hmm. a lot he, made, of Leroy. he made some videos of our college years too. Yeah. We made some great stuff. Wait, did he make the one with the where you guys put lined the entire floor with solo cups? Yes. Yeah. Okay, sure. that video <laughs> I truly enjoyed. Uh, that one's not on there. I felt oh. a little bad about. It. There's some mean stuff mm -hmm. in that one that I didn't think was appropriate for. Uh, we're for never going to see those people again. Yeah, I agree with Dan here. No, it's the, like your prom, and then that's like, the high school one. 
Yeah. yeah there's like that. There's somehow there's like a, a friends uh, blooper montage That's on there, it, which yeah, I don't know how yeah. it has not been removed yet, but yeah, it's still on there. Probably because you have three subscribers. subscribers. Yeah. Maybe you'll have like 10 after this podcast. Are you worried about these, uh, like these former, Mates of ours finding this? Yeah, the college one, I didn't feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it's something more to do with like how you look in it. No, it's not. It's honestly, it's you. It's, it's <laughs> some of the stuff you had to say. Yeah. Those weren't nice things. No. They were funny. They just weren't nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that is actually a fantastic segue because uh, as long as I've known the two of you, there's a very clear relationship divide there. And uh, in this particular thing I'm about to speak to, I certainly align with Dan a lot more often. And that's not true of a lot of things. But in this particular one, language is a little, uh, we'll, we'll call it dynamic. You know, we're, we're a little free-flowing. We get to utilize it however we see fit. Uh, some, some, you know, aggressive language, whatever. It was very welcoming in our, in our house. You, on the other hand, you, sir, mm -hmm. you're a bit of a grammar Nazi. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Gram or language is not nearly as free-flowing as you think it is. <laughs> that's fair. That's, that's fair. Um, I, I was trying to basically get to the slurs that uh, were, were acceptable 10 years ago that we would just uh, be pretty common with, but I know they made Andy uncomfortable, as did every misuse of any adjective ever. To be fair, I think uh, as the slurs go, we just kind of grew up and Andy grew up a little bit quicker than us. That's why I said he's not a day under 45. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, as, your, your use of language is, uh, is creative. I like that. I, I think that's what it's here for. Andy, on the other hand, does not agree. Oh, Brian can answer this. Brian, for the first, what'd you say, three months that you guys had this pod and we, you know, we talked about it a lot. What percentage of it was based on just the shit that Berkey would say? A hundred. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, no. Once he heard Berkey say adelage instead of adage, oh, he just, he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> handle it. Like his brain could not handle Berkey saying that. Some of the other ones. Oh, there's so many. Yeah, uh, adding S's again. to everything, but that's a Pittsburgh thing. Like Joe Burrows. It really, yeah. I, I didn't realize it was, but mm -hmm. it definitely is. It was so funny. I'm talking to my parents uh, yesterday morning, and my mom's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, very, I'm real excited about the game. You know, we, we got Watson back, and my dad's like, you mean Watts? I'm like, you're both wrong. It's Watt. His name is <laughs> <Watt. laughs> this, is, this is your parents? Yeah. I, could, I could see them having that conversation. Uh, that's actually fantastic. Uh, I, used to, I used to smash two other words together. I think I used to smash disparage and... Um, a word disparity. That, yeah, dispar uh, yeah, disparage like and disparity. Yeah, I would smash together <laughs> for disparity, mm -hmm. much like adelage. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely am very what's, prone wait, to what's doing What's the this? other word to adelage? I don't know. I, I think I just added. <laughs> you, uh, think, you think you just added something to it? I would love to know, like, the process in your mind. Where is it? Is it like that? You you think of what you want to say, and then you're like, oh. What twenty dollar word can I use here to like express? No, no, it no I know better? what the words mean. Or, or is it just like instantly the wrong twenty dollar word pops into your head? No, no, I I know <laughs> what the words mean. That's not that's not where the Are root you? of this issue is. The root of this issue is that I don't think I've ever seen them in writing. So I think like I learned no, them. No, because sometimes you just use the wrong words. That's oh yeah, yeah, that that for sure happens uh, <laughs> from time to time. My I, I brain fart. I definitely like take words that look or sound similarly and. Maybe I'm dyslexic. Who knows? Uh, yeah, and I interchange them. Excuse. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> but, <laughs> but for sure, like, like, adelage 
is a word that I've probably just never seen written. Okay, make sure to stop calling it a word, though. <laughs> okay. Adelage is not Sorry, a word. Right? <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I was doing that on no, purpose. No, I don't know he was. No, no, I definitely was. I meant, I meant adage is a word I've probably never seen written. And in my head, I either had heard it as adelage at some point, because that's probably not. No. There's definitely a Pittsburgh person out there who's just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's a thing. How would you spell it? I know how to spell it now. I think maybe I don't. I'm, sorry, uh, I'm not AD, a good speller. Yeah, I, I'm not great. I would just spell it phonetically. Uh, A D E. Nope. Adage. No, definitely not. A D A G E. Okay, I would have went with E G E. A D A G E. We should have let him just continue to the end like they do in the spelling bees. <laughs> <laughs> and then ring a bell. Yeah. Can you like, use they it? never ring it during, but like the whole crowd's like, oh. Have, you, have you seen the clip of the kid that gets up there and he's like, he's like all excited. He's like, oh, I know this. And he yeah. gets all pumped and just spells the whole thing. And then, beep, wrong. Yeah, yeah. You, you ask him to use it in a sentence and they say adelage. <laughs> the real gold would have been me telling him no and then putting out my own spelling, which would have been absolutely 12 fucking letters too long. <laughs> Our, just the, the real light bulb moment that I had with Zeus where he was correcting uh, something in my speech that I never knew, like it was, it was a complete blind spot, was, and this is definitely a Pittsburgh thing, we don't say needs to be. To be, we take to be Yeah, out we of just this. say needs. So for my life, my entire life, I would say things like the car needs washed, my room needs cleaned, yeah. my clothes need uh, laundered, right? I can't believe you're even bringing this up. Like, <laughs> like I thought that you weren't even going to acknowledge that this was the correct way. You know? Wait, well, he, the to be part it for years. Yeah. yeah. No, we we understand it's the correct way. We just no, we just use doesn't. the more oh, efficient I did, way. I didn't. I definitely didn't. I, I grew up thinking that that was for sure. Jared, Jared okay. sounds like a scene, okay. by the way. Right. Yeah, a lot of people says do. What? To be Jared fair. says he just totally eliminates the 2B. He's from West mm-hmm. Virginia, so it's Pittsburgh adjacent. Is, yeah. <laughs> is it? Is it like... Like a cultural thing, or is it just a lack of education? <laughs> um, I it's, think it's a, a melting pot. I think thing. we're efficient people, and yeah. and the to be doesn't need to be said. You know, we get the, our point across. So why why add extra? Uh, I have words? to say, I really don't hate that argument. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's like the uh, why use more yeah. words when fewer words yeah. do trick. Mm-hmm. Right? It's why yeah. acronyms exist. Like when I'm typing online, I, I really eliminate all necessary letters. Of yeah. letter. I would right. say you've really changed the way you communicate online. I've noticed it's crazy. Yeah, I just like don't have any time for additional letters. Yeah. Well, he's dating a Zoomer. I mean, that helps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, she speaks reasonably. It's, it's, it's more Dave. Dave is, uh, yeah, has, really, mm, has really got I could me. see that. So he was fucking around talking about shit on my pickleball, huh? I'm a little offended. No, no, it wasn't. No, He didn't even tell me that he played with you. Oh, it, wow. Even worse. It <laughs> 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 didn't even come up in conversation. God damn it. What are you guys doing next April? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who plans wow. that far? What the fuck wow. is happening in April? Oh, my God. Oh, you guys come on, Burke. Give him a second. Yeah, we, we, he was trying to build into, you know, a, a, another uh, argument, but uh, oh, argument? Yeah. oh yeah, I missed that one. <laughs> yeah, right uh, before we get I, into that, didn't didn't you uh, didn't you win a seat uh, earlier uh, this week? Congrats, Conrad. What'd you win? Thank you. I won a seat to the win main. Let's nice. go. Woo-hoo. Are you are you guys gonna be? Oh, I'm sorry. The WP. I know Andy. You're probably not yeah. playing it. You have no interest. No. You have no interest in coming back. It's no 15 interest. million guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what are the odds that I win? Pretty small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you, Dan. I'm not particularly good, and uh, I think and you're great. My girlfriend's going to be in Tahoe for all of December, and I just mm. have like no desire to be down here. Okay, <laughs> but I hope. 
What is this? That's you. <laughs> <laughs> That's, we... <laughs> I'll explain in a moment. Oh, he doesn't even. Yeah, because oh, he, oh, he doesn't. He doesn't, he doesn't even the show, know. So he doesn't oh, no. understand. I'll, the I'll running explain joke. in a moment. But before I do, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors this month, WPT Global. <laughs> they have been giving away many, many seats to the WPT Championship 15 million guarantee at the win this December. Uh, kind of a byproduct of how Conrad won his seat. He mm. was. Uh, he won a contest where Faded Spade was giving away one of these seats through WPT Global. So huge shout out to them. They are going to continue to run satellites all this week. They've extended another week due to uh, just high demand of free money. Uh, I will still be a bounty in this Sunday's eight seat giveaway. So if you guys are looking for an opportunity to win more seats, there will be an overlay. And if you bust me, you'll get a tournament ticket to keep firing. Yo, so I, was, all means. I was so excited to win because I, I put a lot of work into that video. And, like, it felt so fucking good to win the seat. It was the best thing you've ever edited. It really was. <laughs> I was dying. I, I was so fucking happy yesterday. It was, it was great. Uh, yeah, I, I would have made a few production notes. Yeah, I mean, you know. You know, I would have got the Daniel fucking Jones or whatever his name is. Danny Dimes? That was his yeah. name? Yeah. Is it okay? I don't. I don't. He's that meaningless to me. He's yeah. that B tier. He's below mid. Of a quarter. You know, we have so much other stuff to talk about today. That we, we're, <laughs> okay, we're gonna skip. Let's that. explain. <laughs> let's explain the the Dan graphic. That makes it so much better because this bit is a hundred and fifty episodes running now. <laughs> Um, it's so good when he just goes, what, what is this? for Danielle Moon. <laughs> so this all began uh, like week one of the WSOP when we asked you to give Landon a little bit of, uh, you know, veteran advice for his first live WSOP. Yes. And, first full series, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have that clip queued up because it would just be a gem drop in right now. But basically, you hit him with some sort of your own version of uh, Dankness's real talk and let him know that he was in for a long career full of failure. <laughs> well, a long summer, most likely. And for the record, I, I really didn't mean to bite Dankness's style there. It just like flowed out of me because I've been watching his videos. Yeah. Well, we're also so jaded too. It's just the natural tone of our inner voice. Yeah, I think that's, that is just like the tone of someone who's been around this game for 20 years. Yeah. It's like, like, are you really still excited for the Oh, he was so poker? excited. Listen, Especially so excited. As, a, as a No Limit grinder. You right. know, it's like, you, you really don't get to choose and i mean happens. like you were literally you, we, we asked you to send this video it was right on the precipice of the 500 500 housewarming event that had like fifty thousand runners and this kid is ear to ear grinning like he's gonna go down there and win, <laughs> win the fucking event just like he is now <laughs> it's funny because uh what's really sparked it was you you gave the same advice to chin like uh years ago right because it was like chin's first uh WSOP and he was yeah, well, super we were all, excited and and he's like I think he, he says like you want to buy a piece of me and you're like no we're, <laughs> we're just way too excited we were all in Tahoe shit. on the boat and we talked him into tubing he was a little drunk and out of the blue he just like looks up and he goes I'm gonna win a bracelet <laughs> and you go no you're not <laughs> that was who Chin yeah Chin yeah wow what was that I hardly remember it was years probably five summers ago mm -hmm. my favorite part about the video is that you spoke from the heart you know you said how I, you felt I, I he meant what he it. said i know it was it was honest i know that's why i'm such a big i'm a big fan of it so <laughs> basically here we are now eight months later and anytime landon has any sort of glimmer of hope on 
just about anything. <laughs> uh, we cue Uncle Dan. So daily, basically. Yeah. yeah. We cue it's Uncle Dan to John. Just to yeah. just to keep him grounded, you know? It's just I to keep him grounded. I appreciate that about you, Landon. <laughs> I just don't want you to be deluded. <laughs> Bennett, it's funny. Do you know though that his it's funny coming from him because what was it, your fourth event you ever played? You finished third? Like it's it doesn't make any sense. He should be he should have this hopeful spirit. He he understands. It was the first the, the, the first anomaly, World series he played, I think anomaly? it was like the third okay. event. It's probably because I mean we can ask, I can ask him. You felt like you wanted it was your tournament to win, wasn't it? No, I didn't feel that way at all. Wow, <laughs> he's lying. No, you want to know when Dan, You want to know when Dan was like most hopeful and 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 believed in the cosmos and the world like conspiring for him. I love this for him. Go on. When he was broke, like, <laughs> he was broke <laughs> the world was just gonna manifest wealth to him. It's true. It worked. It really did work. <laughs> And I did have a, a confidence about me. I would say a quiet confidence, but it wasn't quiet. It wasn't quiet. <laughs> a quiet confidence, but subtract the quiet. I, everything just seemed to kind of work out when I was broke. Is yeah. it, didn't you... Okay, I'm not going to give numbers because I don't remember them. But at one point, didn't you find more than your net worth? Like in a, in a sock, sock drawer. drawer. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like legitimately, he was... I was Almost broke. dead. Broke. It was not a lot of money, and found. But, okay, yeah. And it was. Yeah, I think know, it was more than most you have in a sock drawer. It was yeah. bad. No, I had. Oh, man, I think I was down to like. Hmm. I think I was down to like a million. No, no. <laughs> I was down to like twelve thousand dollars or something, and uh, and I went to play in like that Hollis's game, and I was in the best game imaginable, <sighs> and I lost like four thousand dollars like right away, and I was just like, oh no, like I I can't even sit here and play like. I need to have enough money for rent. I'm gonna have to borrow money. You know, I was just like, it's it's fucking over. You know, I gotta <laughs> I gotta just like go home and sort this out. And so I did. And uh, and instead of me going home and sorting it out, I was just like depressed. And I was eating McDonald's. Shocker. And playing StarCraft. <laughs> and uh, and I just had like eight thousand. I was like, okay, well, I really can't afford to lose again. And so I guess uh, I just have to figure out who to borrow money from or just like sort something out. And uh, because of my depression, I hadn't been doing laundry. And after maybe like a week and a half, I get down to my last pair of underwear. And in the bottom of my underwear drawer, I had $5,000. Yeah. It's like, oh man, this is pretty good. Right. And so then I had 13K and I started playing again and I never looked back. <laughs> it's amazing that you could just forget that that is in there. Like being like in the situation that you were in, right? Yeah, I, I don't even know it. how it got there. What, well, I mean, as far also, back as college, he was doing the weird like, Hide your money in weird places. Like, like, <laughs> hey, round, rounders yeah, really, like really legit. hit with I mean, rounders, Nowadays, yeah. it seems like that's that the only safe place to keep your money is in a yeah. sock drawer. Just my <laughs> college money, I, I had it behind a picture frame, just man, like right. Matt Damon. Mm -hmm. yeah. What's what's actually quite remarkable. So we lived together for five years, I think six years, maybe. The, the three of us. Whatever yeah. you say. Uh, uh, yeah, I moved in with you guys in 2011. You moved in shortly thereafter, I think. Well, I moved back in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah correct. Been gone for two years. I mean, obviously, Dan and I have lived together basically since college. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah. Since, yeah, since our freshman year of college. Yeah, literally. Um, and then, yeah, I, you came. Oh, 2011. Moved, yeah, okay. for sure. Um, so you were gone for like a year and a half window out of that. Right. I was gone for two years and then obviously came back and then we moved into Princeville. So, yeah, all told. Okay. So, what I was about to say may years. not be true, but because you may have just been coming at the tail end of it. Uh, but. What's remarkable is in that time frame that we lived together, uh, now it was, it was strictly Bellasita, not Princeville. We were okay. all doing pretty well in Princeville. But in the three years or two years that we lived in Bellasita, I think three years, uh, all three of us managed to go through a cycle where we were dead fucking broke. 
Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> completely that did happen, unscathed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never borrowed a cent from either of you. I don't think Dan ever borrowed a cent from either of us. I definitely borrowed from Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Zuz had a little bit different of approach, but uh, I, I mean, I personally just like ran up a ton of credit card debt and watched all the How You Met Your Mothers that I could. <laughs> Okay, Andy mentioned that. Yeah. He goes, How, we're going to be talking about were him watching How You Met Your Mother. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Living with, with Broke Berkey was fun. <laughs> I was not there for all of it because I, I, there was definitely a story, I think, was peak Broke that involved Craig and peanut butter and you losing your shit on Craig for eating your peanut butter. And that was like what you described as like the worst of the worst. I, I wasn't there for that. I vaguely remember this, but I also just like loathed Craig as a roommate. He was such a fucking disgusting human. And to steal, to steal my goddamn peanut butter when I'm at rock bottom is the lowest of all lows. No, yeah, I was not there for that, but I was there for the beginning of it when, yeah, like you said, a lot of how I met your mother, a lot of... A lot of napping. Well, I mean, that was the tail end, Biggest buddy. Biggest nap I've ever known. Yeah, that was the tail end. It yeah. was incredible. I've, I just... done, I've done some despicable things just for months on end being depressed, and I can't imagine watching How I Met Your Mother. Like, I, would, like, like, I don't know what kind of state I'd have to be in to watch it a single time, let alone like all day long. It's so for, funny because months on end. What would motivate you quicker to get out? What were you saying? Oh, I was just saying that, like it's funny because he like he'll always reference how I met your mother, like on the show uh, to, you know, reference something else. And, and now I understand why you have such intimate knowledge of that show. <laughs> uh, sat on the couch and watched it. For what it's worth, you and Greg introduced me to it. So it's not like you've never seen an episode. I don't think I've ever introduced you. We used to watch it every Monday or Tuesday or whatever. When we were in Erie. I don't know about that. I mean, <laughs> it's yeah. no friends, obviously, but it's just, friends light. I would light. just overhear this show and I just like hear the laugh track go. And it's like, oh my God, like what they just said was intended to be funny. <laughs> I really can't believe like anyone on earth enjoyed that show, but Berkey to watch it for months on end just made me feel so sad for him. <laughs> you I, you hated that. You you hated that. For that's him. how I feel about uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, like that show is just like, the it's same like it was like the me. number bucket. Yeah, it was like the number one show for like year after year after year, and I'm like, this show is not good. Why is it number one? Yeah, you know, understand. you know, Who's people. Um, the, you're not the about, judge, Brian. Right. I was thinking about this earlier because I was watching. Uh, I was watching the the USA men's soccer game in the World Cup, and I think that you know I've never been in the armed forces. I think like the most uh, patriotic thing you can do for your country is like take up arms, right, and go into the military. Mm -hmm. The second most patriotic thing is to suffer through a USA <laughs> men's World Cup soccer <laughs> Thank game. You. And just watch all things. It's like, oh, I guess I'm, I guess I'm an American. I'm gonna watch this, but it is fucking difficult to do. Yeah. And uh, and what was what the hell were we even talking about? I just like totally got off. How track. I met your mother. Yeah, but oh yeah, and, and the the response that people give, and it's like you guys know, like this is a fucking brutal sport to watch. It's like, oh yeah, only five billion people watch it. Like they're all wrong. It's like yes, they're all fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's like look at Big Bang Theory. Look at the Kardashians. Right. Like mm -hmm. a lot of people make bad choices. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The man is about to have a fucking fit right now. Don't you talk about the Kardashians on this show? Right, what's wrong with the Kardashians? I don't know. I'm, not, I'm more into the housewives than the Kardashians. Okay, okay, sorry. But um, same thing. 
I was literally <laughs> right before the show started. I was just like, man, I look down, I see the final score of the game, right? Yeah. So the match, soccer. whatever it is, it's one one. I'm like, God, soccer sucks. <laughs> so like, it just sucks. Like, like when you sit there watch the whole game that ends in a tie in in the World Cup where it's like a a tournament, right? And and that's because like, it's the preliminary stages. Right oh my God! They're they're they're, go. They do get to the point where there's shootouts and sudden no, death. I, you know? I, 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 right. Yeah, eventually, someone has to win right. the tournament. The problem, I would assume. The problem know, is not. losing to a country that I can't find on a map. Wales. Yeah, that's You're the issue. Well, they didn't yeah. even lose. It was a draw. That's a loss. It's not. That's a loss. A draw, if I can't no. find him on the map, it's just a loss. It may as well have been Wales a loss. Yeah. Wales, has, Wales has Gareth Bale. That's a great soccer player. Listen, they, Wales is a great soccer team. Like the USA outperformed today. The game should have a conclusion. They should have a win. That's why I like baseball. They can go like 37 innings. They're going to play until somebody fucking wins the not game. Not anymore because they could put a guy on second. Well, that actually makes it <laughs> way better. I love yeah. it. It makes you, the game better. It's strategically have, better for sure. You can't sure. have games going 18 innings. No, on like right. A I agree. I agree. What, yeah. what is the season? What's going on? So they changed the rules. Um, and this is this is just in regular season, uh, not in, not in postseason. How long? Ago? But when, when they go into when when they go into extra innings, um, they start with a player one out on second and run base. A second? No, 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 outs. no, no outs. But they start with a runner on second base. This is how long ago did that happen? This is the first or second year. They so this was yeah. always D three rules. Uh, you start with one out, a runner on second. Always? Like when you played? When I played? Oh, yeah. Really? Um, Why one out? That just seems like it's going to lengthen the game. Yeah, I didn't understand yeah, I that either. I, I could be mistaken about the one-out thing, but I'm, I, I feel pretty confident that that was what it was, and it seemed like a way to neutralize the runner in scoring position, I guess. Also, maybe so the pitchers don't have to throw as much. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, yeah. D3 college ball, it's not like your rosters are – a lot of people are playing two ways. Your pitchers right. are, like, also playing shortstop shit like that. But uh, it was only D3. D2 and D1 didn't, didn't mm -hmm. have this extra inning rule. Um, but, yeah, I always found it to be strategically more interesting because, you know, there's now a pressure situation. Like, pitching just outperforms hitting. It's a game of failure. Of course. You know, yeah. and uh, best the, hitters hit 280. Right. And the last thing that anybody wants to watch <laughs> is a product where the third baseman's now coming in throwing 67 miles an hour. You know, <laughs> like, what's more boring to watch? Baseball or soccer? Shut soccer. the fuck up, not Conrad. It's not what? even close. Wait, are you kidding me? It's a. Uh, Baseball's it's... fucking boring. Listen, I grew up and I love soccer, but I'm, like, I'm I know you, it's Conrad. boring. I don't, I don't yeah. find soccer boring at all. I just think there's just one very obvious change they need to make that. I don't know why they don't do it. Like, Which one's that? Just the flopping. I just Anyone who flops you just shot on sight. Now soccer would become more interesting. That's what make it interesting. The second half had like 11 minutes of extra time. Unwatchable. What if first time you see somebody get taken off on a stretcher and then come back into the game? Like it's a joke. It is a total joke. What if they changed it to whatever injury it is that you're faking, you actually incur? Right, like if you have a hurt, if you save a hurt shin, they take a hammer to your shin. Doesn't hockey have a rule? Don't they? If I don't know, that's not like there has to be what like it's a penalty to flop. Of six total human beings who watch both hockey and soccer, right? Yeah, there's no crossover at all. It's zero. It's like how can you watch this thing where it's like oh like these are men capable of being tough and then you see this other thing where it's like these men are capable but like they're just choosing not to and you can't even make it like a manly thing right because yeah. women's soccer they don't whine as much as that you right, know? Right. they play like much more straight up much more respectable it's men's soccer that has like a huge problem they try to get those extra edges you know by flopping in a penalty and it box. is so embarrassing it starts this is great here's a good one here's a good one <laughs> 
fucking great. <laughs> who's, that, who's that guy? He's pointing like, what the? Jim Rome has like a great bit on it. It's oh, like how very soccer. Yeah. And he goes through like a five minute rant. And it's like, you know, Jim Rome was, he's probably like a little bit better than, who's the dude who like yells about everything now? Oh, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. A. Smith. Yeah. Like they are kind of on the same level. It's like, ah, fine. But like, that is actually a good rant about soccer. Um, what was I? Oh, it's, it's starting to become a bit of an issue in basketball as well. I think I saw I've something about that. Uh, I, yeah, I, that. I don't watch Some basketball that much. Very few point guards would like try to flop to get more free throws. They kind of put an end to it though because yeah. they're fining a lot. Like they've been putting in a lot of fines. I'm sure it's Andy not the same. It. It's not flopping. It's more so just like what you call like manipulating. Like Harden's like the James Harden's a ghost. It's just like figured it. out every time he shoots a three. It. Like just like well, if the kick in your legs that they're yeah, controlling. Yeah. But it's more so like you're driving. You're creating the contact. You're literally like arm locking the guys arm into yours and you're the one clearly initiating the contact but they just have to call the foul like it's yeah. more of that stuff and for sure sorry go ahead. okay it, it is annoying because i've seen the flopping in basketball but it's like you know i haven't seen them take anyone off on a stretcher who gets out and comes back right paul pierce got taken off on a wheelchair in a playoff game and came back in that's fucking insane. Well, you have to imagine that was like <laughs> it was weird but time. necessary, right? Like there must have been something <laughs> happening with them. Some strategic like, game plan. Like, yeah, guys today, like in the beginning of the game, it started out with two yellow cards. And at least it wasn't the Americans flopping, you know, so like I so I can still root for them. <laughs> but but yeah, just like some really crazy calls, people just like lying all over the field. At the end of the game, they just like they'll just sometimes sit down. Just like, <laughs> oh, my I my calf, I have a cramp. Like are you kidding? Like, this is a rule that you can just yeah. sit there and then somebody <laughs> roll them off the fucking pitch. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah I, I can't. I, I'll watch what I can, but I imagine I won't have to watch much more. Anyway. They fix that. I would watch. Zeus, did you have you heard uh, about this bet that I have with Landon? Yes, I forgot about that. I uh, have. Well, now you know. Thoughts on it. Okay, uh, yeah, we would love to hear <laughs> them. Well, tell but me about the bet. First. It's a dunking. Bet. Yeah, let's let's, let's a, explain the a, bet to people. So, even money. So even money. Landon is six four. Can palm a basketball. But has never dunked. He has until his birthday in April to hmm. do so. Uh, I Dan's, have, Dan's checking me out right now. Let me get a good look at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's very lengthy. He's very I, tall. I am six foot. Cannot palm a basketball. Generous six foot. You have sausage his fingers. Can, cannot palm a basketball, <laughs> but have dunked in the past. Uh, however, it was pre-ACL surgery and you know, 12 <laughs> years ago. I have until the first day of the World Series to dunk. It's a wash if we both do it. Uh, it's 2K one way or the other if one does and the other doesn't. So okay, my, uh, my very first thought, I think I had to said this to Brian, was if, if you guys don't have like a clear definition of what a, what's acceptable as a dunk, this will absolutely end in an argument. No, it'll, people, be Matt, filmed, Matt, it'll be filmed that we can take it to an arbiter. We're okay. gent we're people don't we're understand, especially when you're talking about borderline dunkers, which you both will be regardless. <laughs> like, there's a big gap between like oh that was kind of a dunk versus like that's for sure a clean dunk yeah so first of all i never saw you dunk i'm obviously taking your word for it greg, like, greg did you can ask okay me. no i'm sure you did yeah. but my point is like it probably wasn't the cleanest dunk right um <laughs> it, it as someone was. who could barely dunk in high school no it was like, i i was, it I was a women's ball <laughs> no but a women's ball like I, I said to make the bet like reasonably fair what we could have done is either i get to use a a volleyball or a women's ball that ball. I could palm. It's a massive difference. Uh, it's like, huge difference. I could dunk a volleyball it's, it's easily. It's a three or four school. inch. Yeah, same. I could yeah. dunk a volleyball in high school. I couldn't dunk yeah. a basketball right. until my junior year of college. Yeah. Um, so I said either I get to use a smaller ball or Landon should have to dunk off of or dunk with two hands. And instead, we settled on cutting his time in half, oh, which I, I think is like okay. Yeah, I mean, also dunking with two hands. That's yeah. that's fine. But 
Yeah, I would have to assume you're a massive dog. That's oh, yeah, I'm yeah, like for massive. sure. I, I, I accept that. This yeah. was, then you use pine tar? Uh, wow. Is that even going to check I don't even your, think that would help. Are they going to check your ears when you come <laughs> yeah. every time? To, to be quite honest, I don't even think it would help. I'm so far away from Palmy Bass. Like, it's not like I'm close and it slips out. <laughs> look at his, look at his hand. Yeah, I, I just that. saw. I just, oh, yeah. Hold him up. Oh, my God. I, I have a lot of palm and a little bit of finger. That's, that's incredible. Uh, I, <laughs> I actually have, like, big yeah. hands, too, which is the annoying part. Yeah. They're just very fat. It's funny because yeah. they look like those breakfast sausage links. Yes, that's exactly. What I said. Like, I have a big fist. But it's only because I'm meaty in the middle, you Very know? Very meaty. Yeah. Kind of like you. And, and Leonard, you've never played basketball? I played basketball. Yeah. Played high school basketball. He's a shooter, bro. I've just, uh, we should fucking play basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously. Let's go I, like, I played sports in high school, but I never really took exercising seri as seriously as I should have or do now. And I did play a lot of sports growing up. I just never this really is, applied myself at all. Yeah, this doesn't sound good for you either. No, he, well, he's, I'll, I'll bet are, you do. What are the, what are the, well, you say like, I played a lot of sports, you know? It's no, like, like I played football, basketball, I played golf. How seriously did you play <laughs> I played golf. Golf is, hold the fuck on. You want, you, want, you want to tell Tiger Woods that golf hold, is not a sport? Listen, hold the fuck on. That man's when jacked. you say you played sports in high school, we are only qualifying sports as being on a fucking team. You did play. not play high school football. I didn't play high school football. I played I played high school basketball. Okay. I played high school basketball, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. Okay. You played one sport you, for three years. And wait, you but couldn't I played dunk I played in high school? Tackle, at that, at I played tackle height? football like in middle school for a couple of years. Um, and I, I couldn't dunk because I, I, I wasn't in shape as I am now. I yeah. was just way... He's a baby bird. I was, I was a baby bird. Yeah, he's 23 years old. Let's keep that I'm on his side. I think you will be able to do it. I think I'm going to be able to... I'm, I think I it's a I'm sheer gonna, embarrassment if he doesn't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sound really, really annoying to myself, but like when my back heals, I really want to see how close I am already. I might be close, like super close now. You gotta, you gotta follow uh, this Instagram account. Its, its name is Knees Over Toes. Knees over yeah, 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 we follow know? him. Get everyone that mic closer yeah, to your mouth. Keeps bringing that up. I guess gotta look into that. Every uh, he's he's a sick athlete, but he also was like uh, he was trying to play pro, pro basketball. I think Len is a clear-cut winner, and it's not even close. Yeah, like so, he though. just like needs to learn how to jump, which he probably doesn't know how to do. Guapo, but, like, can you pull that picture out of the group chat? Yeah, nobody cares about your little fucking <laughs> four inches off the ground. No, no, Andy yeah. was actually there that day. That's oh, why. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, where's Melissa, by the way? Uh, she's at home taking a shit. That's the only reason. I, <laughs> the only reason I agreed to come on this podcast because Melissa's funny. Yeah, <laughs> she. Uh, you you took her seat actually. Uh, no one's gonna watch this. <laughs> <laughs> They're all here for Uncle Dan. Um. I think there was one more thing I wanted to ask Andy before we got into the crisis, but uh, I guess while, while Guapo's fishing for that, what, uh, why don't you just give us your shallow thoughts on this whole SBF thing since you're in the crypto space a bit? Oof, man. Um, well, for starters, uh, it took me by surprise. Sure. <laughs> As it did everyone. Most not, people. Not everyone. Not everyone. Not everyone and you, what's crazy, it's like you, you start to see some of the things where it's like, oh, this guy called it, and then this little red flag. Uh, I really wish I saw some of these guys call it uh, two <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> because, um, yeah, and then some, uh, some, some guy who I think he was a CEO or CFO of the CME, which is the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. He, you know, apparently, like there's like some conversation that got, he was on, on the tape, some other podcast. And, uh, it was him basically talking about his conversation with, with SBF and how he's like, yeah. And I say, you're a fraud, you're a fraud. It's like, bro, you didn't fucking say that to him. Like, that's just not how this conversation went. And then someone sent me 
uh, you know, like a video of him, like testifying before Congress and said, you know, I actually haven't watched it, but so basically if you watch this, like you might actually believe this guy's conversation, uh, this guy's combo with SBF. And so, yeah, I guess, you know, people had said it, um, but I was like fully floored. And uh, even, you know, on like, when there was a bank run on, S on uh, FTX, um, I think, you know, talking to some friends right before it, I, I put the, the odds of them not being able to, you know, find collateral, basically. The odds of them not being able to like pay back user accounts at 2%. I was like, yeah, I think this is still sub 2%. And so, yeah, I, I was fully, fully fooled, um, embarrassingly so. And uh, yeah, you know, it certainly looks like um, he probably started as, you know, a real enterprise and slipped into fraud somewhere, you know, yeah. kind of like the same story that happens throughout the ages. You know, I'm pretty sure Madoff was like this. And yeah. I, I don't know who else I, I'm kind of forgetting that that was recently brought up, but, but yeah, you know. Lehman I, Brothers. I, well, at, like well, Lehman was different. Um, I'm not. I'm not an expert on Lehman by any means, but they mm -hmm. just had. You know, they're they're a real bank, right? right. Like Lehman yeah, is a yeah. bank, and they're allowed. You know, they mm -hmm. you go there and you give them your funds, and you know that they're going to lend it out. Of course, that's um, what they're banks just do. supposed to be. You know, like good at what they do, and they you know they had some some collateral that was not you know money good basically. Mm -hmm. um, but this is like you know they're not supposed to be lending any of your money out. They're not supposed to be like commingling funds and. Uh, and turns out they were. So I don't know when they started that. I don't know like why they started that. There's a, a bunch of, you know, kind of like rumors around where it's like, okay, like where did they start to lose money? And uh, I, I don't know enough about them, I think, to like really postulate. But uh, but yeah, pretty pretty brutal. Definitely a rough uh, rough couple of weeks for the space. And this is likely to be a, a rough few months ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say, it's probably going to set the, the crypto space back maybe a year or more, more. I mean, or like there's more dominoes to fall, the contagion, if you will. Yeah, I really, I have not much idea about contagion. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's likely something there. Um, there's a crypto lender called Genesis right. that supposedly has something like a billion dollar hole in their balance sheet. They are also uh, a bank, I believe, or something like a bank. You know, they're a lender. Mm -hmm. um, I've never used Genesis, but, you know, it, it makes, like, the people give them their money, you know, understanding that they are going to lend it out. Um, but apparently, you know, they, they also didn't do so good. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's going to be an issue also. But as far as how, you know, what this looks like for the space over the next few months, um, I really, I really don't know. I think uh, there certainly could be plenty of bodies to kind of float to the surface. And so I'm being quite cautious, mm -hmm. but um, there's also, you know, many signs of pitulation or like bottomy type things. Uh, a buddy of mine who's on, uh, on Twitter as CL, who's like, he like literally like lives his whole online presence as a cat. It's unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It, Wait, it's, but you know uh, him in real life? Yeah. Oh, that's out, that's so much better. Like, and let me tell you this: like knowing him in real life, it's like he's he's pretty much exactly the same. Like he's <laughs> he's just as like uh, amazing as a human as he is a cat. On the <laughs> Bert, um, you should see some of the interactions between him and Lauren. It's it's hysterical. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I have no doubts. Oh, you're really unbelievable stuff. But, um, but yeah, he, uh, he, he noted in a tweet, like I was reading right before I came here that, um, the CME Bitcoin contracts, which are basically, you know, where traditional finance people trade Bitcoin or get Bitcoin exposure were something like, you know, $500 below, um, below like the spot Bitcoin price. And I'm, I think they settle end of December. So, you know, or maybe like even like mid December. So maybe like less than a month away. And that's like kind of implying that, you know, as someone who is, you know, short Bitcoin here, you are effectively paying like 40% uh, 
uh, interest on your short. And so it's like if you're if Bitcoin doesn't go down 40 percent on, you know, annually, then uh, you're going to lose money on the short. And so it's like, OK, that's probably not the best bet. Yeah. And uh, when kind of things like that happen, it's like, OK, maybe we are getting closer to a bottom. So, uh, so yeah, I really have no idea. I think personally that vol is going to be dead uh, volatility. I think uh, the next few months will be like fairly uh, sideways. Yeah, fairly sideways, you know, between mm -hmm. like like 12 and, and 20K or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and it'll be kind of wild that that's considered sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking like eighty percent, but like, yeah, I guess that. Imagine I mean, that, a traditional market where you're you're talking about like almost no volatility, where the trading is moving like seventy five percent. Well, to be fair, this is like just the range I gave, right? Like, it, maybe yeah, it yeah, won't yeah, be fair, so big. Like, I don't yeah, know what it's going to sure, be. Yeah, maybe it's twelve to fifteen or whatever. Yeah, like or in, maybe in it's, you know the you know winter of two thousand eighteen, like January. No, sorry, uh, nineteen, like January through uh, through March. You know, it was basically between like 3,300 and like 3,900 or something. Yeah. And so, you know, that was over 10% then, but it felt, you know, pretty much dead. Yeah. yeah. And what? so I expect something, you know, fairly similar, but, um, but yeah, I really, I really have no idea. Yeah. A lot of people think that like, also this, this is in a way like a good thing for crypto where it flushes out the bad actors, right? Like the bear markets bring people out the love bad. Putting a positive spin of course things. they do. Right. Of course <laughs> they always have to put a positive spin. That, on that was kind of the question like, that I was going to ask next. Cause like, I, I'm not so confident in that. Uh, this idea that we're, we're sussing out the bad actors through kind of trial by fire, mm -hmm. uh, I guess implies that there's going to be heavy handed regulations coming down for those who are in, um, for lack of a better word, a regulated market. So exchanges, uh, you know, people who are dealing with uh, what should be some level of oversight mm -hmm. rather than like the peer-to-peer -peer stuff, which is decentralized. So maybe the centralized uh, parties. Do you there, actually think, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, there's a conspiracy theory out there that Sam Bankman-Fried is actually a Fed. Like yeah, a I've Fed heard, I heard that too, yeah. And uh, it is highly unlikely to right. be the case as most is uh, truth most conspiracy theories but it's like it's funny because this is like a pretty good way to like take down crypto or at least you know give the government all the more reason to regulate it it's like okay we're gonna put this like pedigree kid in there you know he'll give us money we'll look the other way and um and then you know like we'll just have him kind of like take it down from the inside and so yeah i think this is highly unlikely but yeah, he has done a lot of damage. Um, I think that regulators will, you know, use this as a knock against Bitcoin, yep. um, which it really has like nothing to do with Bitcoin. That's kind of what I'm getting at is like, do we, or in your best guess, do you think that the regulations are going to start and the sanctions and things of that are going to start to come down in the centralized aspects of this community, so to speak? Or do you think it's going to like have this effect that extends out to the decentralized aspect as well, where all of a sudden peer-to-peers are uh, starting to deal a lot more with heavy-handed government intervention. And I mean, we're already kind of seeing it, right, with the IRS deploying 80,000 more employees, assuming, assumingly to kind of police crypto transfers a little bit heavier. Yeah, I think, um, I think that regulation will be largely focused on the things that the government doesn't want. And so I think that they'll, you know, They'll probably have like some, uh, some like papering over or some, you know, some like show trial for, for SBF. They'll probably have some like, you know, showy regulations like, oh, we're putting this thing in place. Like really what they, they want to stop is for, for people to like transact without them being able to watch over. Yeah. And so like that is what they'll focus on. And so there's a, um, a, pro a protocol called Tornado Cash, right? It, you know, basically you can like just send tornado cash some money 
and then in like you know a few days or a week or kind of like however you determine it it will like put your eth into this like big pool and then in a few days or a week or you know i've actually never used it thankfully but <laughs> they will they'll send it to like a new address of your choice and so now you have this new address that is funded by tornado cash and there's like no history of it and it's very hard to track where it came from because you just put you know you sent yourself 100 eth now there's 100 eth in this new thing but it just got mixed with like millions and millions of eth and so like where did it come from no one knows so they just like really cracked down on this this is a literal protocol right so it's it's just code it's just speech you know, like no one operates it or no one you know it's like has ownership over it but they just um, as we just saw, they they just like sanctioned speech. They just sanctioned sanctioned this code, and the owner or like the one of the devs, the lead dev, I forget. You can look this up too. Um, is still in jail in Netherlands, and so they put this guy in jail. And all he did was create this protocol where it's like you can have some more anonymity. Right. And sure, bad actors have used it, but like bad actors use cash all the time. Yeah. yeah. Bad actors use all sorts of technology, and. For people to be like, oh, I, you know, I just like don't want everyone to see like what uh -huh. I've done. It seems totally reasonable for you to like want to hide that. That guy's in jail, and Sam Bankman Fried is like just still chilling mm -hmm. in the Bahamas, and uh, and it's just like okay, you know, it it really does show like what they actually want to stop. Yeah. And so as I see it, yeah, that's what they'll go after. They'll just kind of like use this as an excuse. Like Warren is going to have an absolute field day with this, even though she's probably like on the take from from SBF. Right. And so like her or Ilk are just going to come at the space as hard as they possibly can. And I think we just have to kind of weather it as best we can. Yeah, that was a really good answer to a question that I probably didn't ask that that well. But that was what I was getting at is uh, we talked about this a little bit last week, but the idea of of the blockchain technology was not necessary to create a financial market. Right. It's the idea of decentralization and allowing uh, members of any one society or uh, any one state to kind of operate with their own anonymity and, uh, you know, build things like this idea of tornado cash. Like, yeah, sure, it could be used for nefarious things, but it really is just building upon this idea of a decentralized platform and the technology that comes along with that. It seems like the uh, urge of government to immediately police this stuff uh, kind of goes against the whole narrative of what this technology is meant for. Yeah, there's um, this, this guy I really like, uh, his name is Ben Hunt. He's on Twitter as Epsilon Theory and he used to run a fund and, and now actually he's like starting something else, but, but um, he's a really great writer and he speaks a lot about narratives. And, um, you know, I think he just, he sees things in an interesting way and I enjoy interacting with him, but he's, uh, he said this thing for a while, which he says, render unto Caesar, what is Caesar's? And he, I guess, I don't even know what this is from. I never actually looked it up, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's, it's from a Shakespearean play. I was going to say it has to be Shakespeare. Um, but, but it's, uh, but his point being like, don't fuck with money because like that, is the governments and you can like try all you want but like they're not going to allow it some way or another and uh and i think it's worth fighting for you know i think that uh that it is worth like trying to create this space but the government very much like does not want it to exist right and um yeah just like the ability for people to be like hey you know like this is money we're going to use this uh because like we're adults and we agree on it um that is like obviously a reasonable thing, but we've just kind of like grown up in this in this society where it's like, oh no, well, you know, like the government just like tells you what is money, and like they get to, uh, you know, take it if they if you do something wrong, like ah, you know, it might not be your money anymore, and so like that kind of all works in this society where things are at least like, you know, 
reasonable, right? And the rule of law is like at least halfway decent. But, um, you know, as like you go around the world and start to see other places where it's like, oh, well, clearly, you know, like uh, these Zimbabwe dollars, right? Like uh, that wasn't so fair that this guy worked for, you know, a bunch of years and now overnight they're only worth like half as much, right? Like this guy's toils for, you know, a decade, maybe like he saved that money up and now it's worth half as much overnight. Um, that's a problem that I think we should want to want to solve. Yeah. And so like that happens effectively in the States also, but uh, it just happens, you know, they're just a little bit smarter about it here. They're better, you know, kind of like shepherds of like their grift. And so like, yeah, uh, we were, I was talking about this with Andy actually the other day. It's like when you, when we were younger, um, if you like, you went to like, you know, uh, the Foot Locker or something, right? It's like you bought shoes that were like 50 bucks and like the ones that were a hundred were like the sickest Nikes and like, like your mom wasn't going to buy you those. Like that was crazy. And now if you go to the, like the shoe store, it's like, if you buy like $50 shoes, it's like, okay, like what's wrong with these? Like, I'm not gonna be able to walk around and, <laughs> and like hundred dollar yeah. shoes like that's just like kind of the bare minimum. And so that just kind of shows like what, you know, just one little thing where, you know, just in the last say 20, 30 years, our money is like worth something like half, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's just like, you know, it's just kind of like this slow bleed that we all just come to accept and maybe we have to accept it. You know, maybe, uh, maybe Bitcoin will fail, but I hope not. <laughs> yeah. That sounds optimism. Sounds very dire. So, so when moon, <laughs> I, I, I was talking to Zeus about this the other day. He disagrees with me, but I think Bitcoin is, uh, like the case for Bitcoin is stronger now than it's ever been. Yeah. And, um, I think there will be some, some trouble. I think, uh, it is unlikely that things like just rocket anytime soon because, I think retail is absolutely fleeced. Um, and I, I was going to say, will Zeus, Zeus, will you ever get back into crypto space? Are you, are, are they, you've been turned off forever. Ever is not, hard, but definitely yeah. not anytime soon. Yeah. So, so yeah. get back in, but wait till it gets to the top. Get, get back, back in again. So that actually translates well, because I'm curious about like, how was your, because you used to be a professional poker player and how was the crossover into crypto for you? Abrupt. Okay. <laughs> it was abrupt. Well, I, um, you know, I wanted to, to leave poker for a long time. You know, mm -hmm. that's like a thing that I was just like, kind of, I was just very over it. And, uh, and therefore, like, I really didn't want to like take the time to study and like, you know, get all these. Now I think it's a lot easier, right. With like some of these solvers, but yeah. back in the day, I was like, Oh, you have to like really like either build a bot or like study these charts. And it did not appeal to me. And I was, like I said, I was kind of on my way out. And so I was trying to find something else to do. The irony of, that that's like precisely what you're doing in crypto. <laughs> sure. It's just like, you know, I was just very over poker and the sure. ceiling is much lower, you know, oh, like infinitely in lower. financial markets, the yeah, ceiling yeah. is like effectively infinite. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I used to be uh, a trader on wall street, like very, very briefly, very different, but just kind of backed my way back into crypto and, uh, you know, started you know trading all sorts of things again. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, and it was just really just like trying to play poker, like just enough to survive and like learn to be a profitable trader. And that took uh, a couple of years, but with, you know, COVID happening, it was just like, oh, uh, you can no longer play in this live poker game. And so I guess you have to be a trader now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was quick, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's been a very long road and, uh, and it's, it's been an interesting road, but like, there's not a lot of things about it that, uh, like make for a good podcast story, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's been interesting. I, I've, I think I've gotten progressively less dumb every time 
that like we've had a collapse. Okay. And so, uh, and so yeah, I lost, you know, so I, I never took a loan in crypto in, uh, in poker. I ended up like having a buddy loan me money in, I think early 2019 because I was just like so waxed from like the late 2018 collapse. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and so that was, you know, I got absolutely wrecked there. And then I got like, actually I did really well in the COVID crash because I was ahead of that. But then, you know, like in mid 2021, I got like waxed again. And that was the time where it's like, okay, like <laughs> never again, you, know? <laughs> like, you can't do this again. And I was like lucky enough to like make a lot of it back. And, uh, and so this time around, I've been a lot, you know, a lot more uh, reasonable in my allocations and it doesn't feel like quite so existential. Gotcha. How does it feel? How does it feel like um, the swings different in poker and crypto? Man, it's, they're a lot crazier in crypto. You know, yeah. it's like, it's really hard to, I mean, like Berkey has done this because he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, has done continues to do you, you, rare, you rarely go like to a poker table right and you just like like have like all your money in play oh man every yeah. week yourself, bro. except for Berkey and Kyrie, you're two like the only people but like generally it's like oh it's like really hard to lose like half your money when you're just like hanging out uh with like you know the boys at the poker table but in crypto, like it just like happens sometimes. Yeah. And um, you know, when you're basically like all in, if you just like miss a move, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Like your worth just got cut in half. Or uh, in May of 21, I think I lost like 80% of my money or something in like 10 days. God. And this was when my family came out to visit. And <laughs> oh, they're not, they're not gonna watch this anyway, but it was partially their fault. Because <laughs> like, I wasn't paying more attention. Like, you know? but I was like trying to be like a good son, like, uh, you know, trying to like be present and woof, that was expensive. Um, oh, that's great. But yeah. Did you it, say that spending time with family is priceless? <laughs> they do. <laughs> that, that, although that was a very expensive trip. Um, but yeah, there's, there's like some pretty fun, you know, I was, uh, I was fairly long in like, what was it, like September, early September of 2020. And, and uh, well, really, Bitcoin was like coming back from 12,000. And I thought like, okay, this, you know, I think this is going to stop around like 11K. And so I'm like, you know, buying. And then it like goes lower and I'm buying. And it goes lower and I'm like, just like filling all these bids. And like, I just got like so irresponsibly long. And I didn't realize like just how much I was betting on this. And then it just isn't stopping and just like totally collapsing and like goes below 10K. And like, I think I had to cut it somewhere like just above 10K and it got down to like 9,600. But I was like, you know, I was in a pretty good place in my life. And I was like, finally, you know, like building up some money and the amount of money that I lost in about like three <laughs> minutes time. Oh my God. I was like alone with this like little office and I was, I was alone in it. And I just got up and I took off my shirt. Shocker. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw it against the wall and I let out the most primal yell. And it's like, like, what do you even do in that spot? You know, like that just doesn't happen very often in poker. Is uh, you uh, taking your shirt off when you're mad a common occurrence? Just him taking his shirt. Sure, listen, yeah, general, living, living with gambling for sure. Yeah. Living with Andy and Dan, uh, <laughs> what's abundantly clear is that shirts are optional and often frowned upon. Uh, Dan particularly, also, pants were optional. Dan would grind entire Sundays in just boxers. Yeah, all the time. And not like not the the patterned, long, lengthy boxers, 
But like, like boxer briefs, <laughs> but like literally like shit stained white boxer briefs Shut that the bear. Fuck up, shit <laughs> I was I, I shared a room with Jared the other day. We were on this little golf trip, and um, and he brought me a pair of pants. Oh, he just got like got a pair of pants from like Vuari, and like we just ordered some for like our this group that we have, and uh, so I'm, like, I'm testing them. And uh, he like gives me them to try on, uh, you know. So I take off all my clothes and I, just, I try, I try them on. And he just looks at me and he's like, "It's like, where are the rest of your boxers?" <laughs> Jared's fucking great. Oh man, uh, I want to, I want to rehash uh, a few stories uh, that I would love for Zeus to to be the impartial narrator of. Uh, so the first, <laughs> can I? Where can I get a beer from? I'm going to get one of those. Give me one from the fridge. I got you. I got you. Thank you. <laughs> there, there are some stories that I don't want to tell for, uh, for the sake of you, Andy. Um, okay. But you know, you educated me on a few things: uh, the birds and the bees, a couple of times along the way. Um, what, what are you talking about? I should have. I, I wanted to talk to you about this in pre-production. Oh, yeah. and I forgot. Me too. Um, effectively, you you explained to me. Brian, me too, please. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it sounds like I'm going to need one for this. Sure. You explained to me uh, why condoms are just overrated oh in general. God, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> here we are. And here we are now. I'm trying to remember this. Uh, I, okay. I, I can't give you more details. Yeah, we'll talk, no, we'll, we'll talk yeah, off air on this one. Like I know story. Lauren is just like locked in right now. <laughs> She's fucking grinding. Poor Lauren. Uh, were, you, were you there for the peanut butter and jelly debacle? Me? Yeah. Were you around? He was yeah. not there for that. It was just you, me, and Tyler. Pretty sure. Oh man, that is so unfortunate. You you had to be there though when we first got Gatsby, and uh, I was I was actually visiting the week we got Gatsby. I was, okay, that was the two years I was gone, but I was here. Okay, to pick him up. Yeah. Were you there when Dan was stomping shit into or oh, Tyler? That's the best. Tyler was stomping shit into the. Into I was. The floor. That was incredible. I was in the house, I think, or I was around. I'm not around. sure I was there, okay. but I've heard, was, it, I've was, heard this story. Scout shit. It was amazing. Yeah. So oh, that was after Scout. Which remind me of a follow-up shit story for your house. After that, <laughs> I'm sure the, you yes, do, the one, the one you're talking about is uh, Dan, as he alluded to earlier, was a huge StarCraft player. Dude, yeah. This goes back to... Since and an irresponsible dog dad, for what it's worth. Yes, this goes back to freshman year in college, which they don't like... Dan and I started getting really close. We were roommates, but like once I saw how much he was playing StarCraft with our other, we had a third roommate at the time. I was like, yeah, I'm not sure if this is yeah. the life for me. You like, broke up just, right then and there. Yeah, they played all the time. And he never, you know, so he's always, he's always played StarCraft. So him and Tyler, obviously that was their thing. And their, uh, their desks were, you know, I don't know, a few feet apart in our office. And they would play, they'd play and a lot of yelling going on, a lot of back and forth, like terms like Zergs and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm glad Andre's not <laughs> Let's be in gas. But, yeah. <laughs> Tyler would get super animated into it, and uh, I guess they're playing, and they're progressively smelling more and more shit as they're playing. <laughs> they can't figure it out, and they understand at the time with young with with puppies in the house. I guess this was somewhat common that you'd find shit in the house. Whatever. Well, We've all been th there. This is this is why I prefaced with they were irresponsible dog dads because I I lorded over Gatsby when we first got him. Yeah. Like uh, I had had dogs before. I knew how much of a chore it was. Uh, we tried to crate train him. Yeah. And these fucking that. assholes were on a whole nother wing of the house. So 
<laughs> instead like at first we had gatsby like out in a common area and everybody could hear him bellowing throughout the night so they decide that it's a better idea if we just put him in my room <laughs> it sounded it did sound better yeah. <laughs> yes. but long story short the shit they were smelling was actually coming directly from under tyler's desk where he had just been stomping on it for 30 minutes on this really oh, the oh, game. Oh, it, it was God. unbelievable but uh what i think was more telling of you guys as a house at the time was you also when i when i first came back to visit and i walked back into the house which i had already had been living in for three years prior to that but there's a giant mattress covering we had a room that was a bar it was like an open room with like a little, little pony wall right. and you have a mattress just blocking the entrance to it so i was like all right that's weird what the hell are you guys doing here and you explained to me that it was because oh that's where gatsby likes to go shit so you guys decided the best solution was to just block off the room, which uh, I don't know. Logical. I guess it's makes actually some a sense. really great solution. Yeah, except then when you then told me that you didn't realize that he had figured out how to sneak his way into it, so you had also blocked it off from your own view of realizing one day you walked into it that there's just a graveyard of shit. In the, entire the whole room is just covered in shit. Oh my god! And you guys lived like that for I guess weeks without that knowing is it. Uh, that was they Dan didn't drink. Also, we had a we had a bar in a house with. At the time, obviously, you never drank, and like, I don't think you were a big drinker at the time. Like, we barely used the room, so you guys just went weeks on end yeah. with this room full of. I mean, that shit. was that was Dan's <laughs> wing of the house, Dan and Tyler's, yeah. and uh, pretty close. To it, 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 it already had a hint of a of a stench <laughs> ruminating from down there, you know. So it's easy to easy to mask. Um, oh my god, where. Were you staying in the bar whenever you would come visit? Well, yeah, the time I visited that time, yes. Yeah. I was literally staying in the bar. Yeah. Well, you guys explained it up. Me, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> like, right, this is where you'll be staying. Uh, what you guys also don't know is one of, one of Andy's greatest attributes is that he's our Danny Tanner. He greatly enjoys the process of cleaning things up. And with our group, that is a massive character flaw yeah. because we take it upon ourselves to then just clean up nothing. Yeah, I made the mistake early on when I met you guys of telling you that I kind of enjoyed cleaning up yeah. after parties. Yeah. <laughs> it was a huge mistake. It kind of was very ignored. It's, it's sort mistake. of true, but the, the degree to which you guys abused it was pretty bad. No, this, honestly, this is true. It was one of um, like years ago when we used to have those huge 4th of July parties, right? Mm -hmm. Like It's like winding down, it's pretty much over. There's solo cups everywhere, right? And Andy's you know, in his element, loving it, loving it. He was legitimately mad at me because I was helping to clean up. He's like, I was taking the fun away from him. Yeah. He's like, no, no. I'm like, I'm, like, I'll, I'm like, I'll help. He's like, no, no, I'll get off on this shit. I'm like, okay. <laughs> no, I always have, like, I say it. The normal way first where like someone's offering to clean you're just like no it's okay like which everyone does but then mm -hmm. it's usually like they still do it and then i always have like a second time I'm like no i really don't mind doing this don't worry about it go have fun but then he just wouldn't stop and it was like the third time i was like brian leave me a fuck alone this is <laughs> let me have my fun up. he's ruining your zen moment exactly. i was ruining his fun he's making it worse yeah. this is when andy moved back into that house and he came he like just he just lived in the bar for for months right many months yeah. And but before he came out, he's like, he's like, Dan, this place has to be ready for me. There has to be enough stuff. Make sure it's cleaned up. Make sure there's enough room. I was like, I was like, Zeus, like, I got you. You know, like, I take care of it. And then, and then Andy came out, and he was just like, You've got to be kidding me. This place is nowhere near ready for me. It's like, Andy, this place looks better than it has in years. Like, this is the best I had to offer you. I don't know what you expected here. Like, you're living in the bar. Where did you want room? I don't know. When we, when we finally. Uh, I was going to say, when we finally moved you into Craig's room, I remember him saying that there was actually like black feet print 
on the wall that he spent like hours cleaning. Craig so is bad. an absolute animal. When when does he come in? Did we did we invite him? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, uh, we wanna I'm gonna bring least, Craig right in. I'm gonna at least him right between you two. I'm gonna at least message him so he watches this. Part. Yeah. This yeah. this is gonna carry over into some very hilarious Craig stories uh, <laughs> that are completely worth telling. Two in particular. The first yeah. directly involved Andy, and I don't want to do it an injustice. So please tell us about the time the cops were called on you. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do my best. I say, so you were not living with us at the time. Correct. I was not. <coughs> do you want to tell it? No, no, no. no you no, guys tell no, it. No, you tell it, and then I'll do my best to like chime in with Craig. Right, so Craig's points. Craig is our <laughs> Craig is our other roommate who. I don't know. I had a rocky relationship with, I'd say. <laughs> Generous. Um, but anyway, we this was, you know, three, maybe even four years into living with him. So, like, we all knew each other well. Uh, we all went home for Christmas all the time. There's, you know, every single one of us left the house to go home for Christmas. Go for a week, you'd come back, whatever, sometime between Christmas and New Year's. This was common for us for several years. Um, this particular year, Craig did not go home. So he was alone at the house by himself for several days. I come back, I believe it was the 27th. So like... The exact date you'd think somebody would be coming home after Christmas. <laughs> I, I had told them this in advance, but to be fair, I'd probably not like said it more than just in passing, like, yeah, I'm coming back such and such date. But anyway, I get home. Uh, it was a latish flight. I get a ride from a friend from the airport back to the house. I show up probably 1130-ish, maybe midnight. Walk in. We had had a few drinks. We had been hanging out. Like, I kind of made a point to like, be somewhat loud when I was coming in. Maybe just to like annoy Craig, maybe just because like I was drunk. I don't know, whatever. So I walk into he the house. He said he heard the front door really shake several times. That was what, <laughs> what started his concern. Yeah. To be fair, that I have no idea. I don't know if I was struggling to use the key. I, I doubt it. I wasn't like blacked out or anything. So I walk into the house. We're in there for like, it's me and my friend. We're there for like maybe 20 minutes, half hour. Everything seems fine. Craig doesn't like leave his room, but that wasn't abnormal at the time. He's always in his room. Uh, we're in the kitchen having some wine and we hear some noises coming out from the from the backyard the, the pool area so i go outside i have a glass of wine in my hand and there's just floodlights like like huge flashlights <laughs> coming over from the wall and there's i can't see anything because it's just blinding but then i hear like over like a microphone like a, like a megaphone just yelling like get your hands up or hands behind your back and get on your knees i was like what the hell is going on so, <laughs> so i'm just like i just i was like all right this is just a glass of wine can i put it down they're like yeah put it down hands behind your back hands behind your back so i listened to their instructions i they literally had me get on my knees and then like on my knees walk to the edge of the pool which walk like that was hard to do on your knees yeah like, it took took a while <laughs> is there a video this is oh why i always rush uh, What's that? This is why I always run. <laughs> With the I'm amount of cops that were there, there, running was not an option. There was oh, a man. lot of cops. It's always so, an option, just not a good one. Yeah, exactly. I so, wonder if they had cams on them. That'd be great because I, I would love, love, I would love to see, to this, see this. Yeah. So they asked me, is anyone else in the house? I said, yeah, there's, there's a girl in the house, whatever. There's someone else. So they then have her come out too. There's the yell to so do the same thing. They have us both independently get to the edge of the pool, at which point they jump the wall, come around and cuff us. And like this is like a full on, you think you're getting swatted. There was, I'm not exaggerating. So I, at the time, I could see seven to eight cops, including a dog. There were just as many more out in the front. There was a total of like eight to nine cop cars. And Must like, have been a slow night in Vegas. It was I insane. Know, I was like, I guess I feel good if my house ever actually needs this. But uh, so, it was so a the, test. The cop just as he's cuffing me, I'm just like, what the hell is going on? I live here, and he's just like, he's like, we'll figure it, we'll figure it out. My cop was nice, to be fair. <laughs> what I understand, the cop with the, the girl that I was with was apparently not so nice to her. But anyway, 
he's, he's walking me around the front of the house. I'm just like, I live here. What's going on? Take my wallet. My address is on this. Like everything checks out. We get to the, to the front. I'm like, that's my car. It's all registered to this address. Everything. She's like, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. Takes like a half hour of us just like, you know, out in the street, you know, them questioning us, blah, blah. December. Late yeah, December. Yeah, exactly. Late December. It was awful. So I obviously know right away. Backstory on Craig. He was very weirdly paranoid from day one about like leaving doors locked. Like he used to always, like we'd, I'd run out for lunch and if I didn't lock the door, he would freak out. He would say things like, I don't want someone to come in here and rape me. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, really common. Yeah. Like he would literally say that stuff. I'm just like, Craig, you need to relax. But anyway, so <laughs> I obviously know right away. You got a pretty like, mouth. This is what's happened. I'm like, my roommate called the cops on no, your, like, no right? Way. I thought that you were surprised when you saw him. No, the opposite. He was, that's what I was getting. The best okay. part of this story is a half hour after the cops, which had been there, which means probably an hour after they'd been called, I see from around the corner of the street, Craig with literally in his underwear with the girl he was with also in <laughs> no, her underwear. Wait, no. Yes. No. They're coming around the, the corner of the street. And the way that he's looking and peering, and I can see once he sees me, how surprised he was like in the in the hour-long process <laughs> of this happened he surprised he, I mean, he wasn't having a problem he <laughs> never once considered that it was his roommate and the cop told me the first thing they did was ask him when they called i i said i said you didn't ask him if his roommate he said it was the first thing we asked he said do you have roommates that might be coming home and craig said no absolutely not so oh he, hopped out, he hopped out the window in his tiny ran, they ran so his his room was right by the garage they ran out of the the house in their underwear and went to a neighbor's house and called the cops and in the hour process of this happening, he was still surprised that it was me. Okay. And I said, what the hell, Craig? And Incredible. then, and then the worst part from my point of view, the whole story was the next half hour of like, it was me and the girl I was with him and the girl I was with just hanging out in the kitchen. I was trying to make fun, like light of the situation. I was like, Oh, that was pretty fun. Like, nice to meet you. I'd never seen the girl. He'd never seen this girl. And like, Craig was pissed. He was pissed off. And I was like, are you mad at me? And he's like, yeah, I didn't know you were coming home. I was like, you didn't know I was coming back to my home? I had to be in cuffs and and like deal with this and you're mad about this? And that was, yeah, that was the gist of it. Craig's counterpoints would be that (laughs) he, that we were gone at the time, like we went home for Christmas, we were gone. Andrew's gone for probably like a week or 10 days or something. So Craig had been alone for a while, kind of like, uh, what's what's his name uh, from, from Lost? What's his name? Desmond. Desmond in the hatch. So Craig was just like used to being alone for a while. And so when someone came knocking on the door, he was a little bit surprised. And then he says, according to him, the door rattled real hard. Mm. And then, then two men came inside. He said, <laughs> he, said he, he thought like, oh, maybe like it's one of them. And then he heard two men talking and that was enough for him. And I'm pretty sure he didn't really stick around to find out anything after that. <laughs> He and, his, he and his girl just like slinked out the garage and just like in their underwear. I think they had a blanket on them. Yeah. Ran to like the third neighbor's house. Like, call the police. <laughs> this I hope it was Osmus's house. That would make the whole thing so much there. better. I'm sure they went down the other side. Of the, yeah, imagine it was Jeremy who called the police. That'd be ideal. That'd be so incredible. Um, yeah, that was that was probably uh, one of the stories that I wish I had witnessed firsthand. Uh, as I got to witness the majority of the other ones, not for air though. Um, I was I was gonna tell the the Craig online dating story, which led to his future fiance, but I just feel like it's better if we ever have him. <laughs> it's just better if we ever have him to have him He's, him tell well, that story. Well, you're gonna have to have Craig come on and tell his side of the story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, he has to refute 
mm-hmm. all things Andy. <laughs> 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 is is that possible? He's in Vegas. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's he he'll, he'll be here in ten minutes if we call yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> Will he bring the police with him too? Very likely. We would definitely have to limit his screen time. Uh, when he was when he was a guard at Venetian, that was like the wildest six month ride I had ever heard of a human being in their day to day life. <laughs> it was just every day. I mean, he was just like a security guard. You know, no, nothing. What Most kept, people work yeah. this job to just like have a mindless job where they just show up and do nothing. <laughs> Craig is out there fucking patrolling, man. He is like trying to 80 every day. He was 86 ing somebody from the property. And like, you know, I mean, he obviously has a passion to fight crime. Yeah, I mean, that's, 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 sure. that's, yeah. It's like he's the kid in school when someone gets hall monitor. Yeah, goes yeah. hard, real hard, real mm-hmm. hard. You know what it is? I think, uh, I think he probably had a little bit too much influence from our boy Scruff McGruff growing up. <laughs> Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, six Oh six, five, two. I'm just happy. I said six Oh six, five and not six Oh six, nine or something. I mean, he probably just wouldn't get along with our, um, the real estate, um, company owner that we know. What are you talking about? Nick Fatucci. Oh, you know. yeah, that's because successful people. I have actually to think he would get it wrong very well because uh, I would imagine, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I would assume Craig would subscribe to a similar mantra as the one and only Nick Fatucci that successful people are the ones who are willing to break the rules, Dan. I don't know about Craig saying that, but what what is the current status of that uh, of that? potential it's there's no status it's an absolute fucking shit show i actually bet i bet a thousand dollars with someone um i bet on cheating yeah and uh and brian rast is the arbiter Mm. uh Mm. by the end of the year favorable for you yeah i know but but it's like it'll probably think just end in a wash for a minute there as soon as they got that kid for stealing the chips off the stack i mean it's so blatant i I was like oh man i I won i think end of the year you lose though yeah and i think i think like it'll just be like kind of up in the air i think your sentiment uh of i won at that point was spot on correct but now it's it's come back well i just don't know how even galfon took a stance at that point of course of course as you should i don't know how at that point in time uh we managed to shift the narrative away from the fact that they had a poorly secure uh, back room where all whole car information was available to anybody in there and somebody working in that room who took money off of her stack. Yeah, incredible. Um, but I have to say, this, this woman, if she is, if she did cheat, incredible actress. Like she's, <laughs> she's putting herself out there now, mm-hmm. you know? Like well, she's like... What else it's actually that? pretty sharp because... I uh, I, I think it's pretty sharp because she's controlling the narrative so, so heavily. Yeah, but you and just she give really yourself is, like so much opportunity to screw it up. Yeah, but she, that's the thing. She screwed it up so many times along the way, and we're like, also forgiving because she's a media darling. Yeah, nobody cares. Like, uh, Well, I, I don't care, but it's not because of that. <laughs> fair. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's actually quite fair um but like yeah I, I think like hustler and vertucci did her a big favor as well like accidentally shining a lot of the, the light on them uh for for kind of dropping the ball all along the way uh whether it was you know having lax security on very very privileged information which created opportunity but then you know spending just weeks kind of trying to sweep all that under the rug and you know, dis- distract here and there and like point fingers in other directions. It's just like, mm. we all got so wrapped up in like, hey man, you're so incompetent at doing this. We don't even care if she cheated anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah. get your shit together. It goes pretty well for her. Uh, I was actually, I had a, uh, a live read mm. on, on her. Uh, I guess I watch it like the night after it happened, maybe something like whatever people were talking about originally. And I watched the hand that I saw posted. And as soon as, 
you know, well, she's still like collecting the pot. They're still like taking chips from GMAM. And uh, she says, I, what, I did this to you off stream last Correct. time too. Yeah. And I was like, woof, you know, she is saying that to basically like, you know, what she's really saying is, hey, I didn't use the stream to cheat. Right. right. And that, you know, uh, charge had not been levied at her. Correct. And so like, obviously, yeah, it was kind of like, uh, they clearly are suspicious at this point. But she was like very specific where it's like, I wasn't using stream technology to yeah. cheat. Would it pique your curiosity to know that they never played off stream? Yeah, that's what Haralbus said. So, right. so I literally, like, Haralbus was like already fucking on the case. And so I sent him this thing. I was like, hey, like, this is bizarre, right? And he's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, please like tweet it. You know, like you have the fans. And, like, <laughs> I just like can't get sucked up in this. <clears throat> and so, you know, ever since then, like, all my information comes from Bob because he just like uh, was all over it. But now I think even he's like kind of over it. And so I think everyone is just like, uh, we have more important things to, to worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate because honestly, like it, it is something that we should care about specifically because of the stream house. Uh, again, like for Garrett, it's a big deal for Robbie to be proven guilty because uh, it validates his concerns in real time. And his career is literally hanging in the balance in some regards. But for the rest of the community, all we really care about is the fact that we're not watching a cheated stream five days a week. And more importantly, uh, those people who have access to play the game aren't just being absolutely uh, lambasted for the sake of entertainment, you know? Lambasted. Um, I think that's actually a fair correction because like lamb basted, you know, it's like, what is this? Like a turkey, turkey basted, <laughs> lamb basted, ham basted. You know, based a lamb. Oh. Andy, I know you were thinking, you can shout them out when yeah, you hear them. No, 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 that's just a mispronunciation. That's Andy, not that bad. Andy, look. Andy. That's the right word. Yeah. That's the right word. I'm Good job, Berkey. I, I got to tell you, I feel like I've heard lamb basted before, but. I'm. I'm not. Lambs have been basted yes. before. Sure. Yeah. Not what There's I mean. gonna be some turkey basting now this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. You bring a barbecue? Yes. Yo, come on. Yeah, I'm doing a brisket. Oh. What? Yeah. I know you like brisket. Well, Thanksgiving you. brisket. Yeah. Why not? Why would we not? Dude, do you gonna be joining us on Thanksgiving? Yeah. I'll apply for some of it. Yeah, but Brian, Brian, is the brisket gonna be basted? Uh, it will be. No, it doesn't need to be. Will no. be lamb basted or brisket basted? <laughs> nope. It'll be smoked and delicious. <laughs> Just the fact that you have to baste a turkey. It's like, why are we even eating this? Turkey is yeah. good. Turkey is good. If you cook, I think turkey's good. You're the yeah. only human on the planet who truly thinks this. I'm I really? Like, no, no, wait, wait. Other people what? say it because it's like, oh, Thanksgiving, and like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think so. I, I think like a turkey. good turkey, yeah. like good. if you cook it the right way, is but like if you don't have it, like. Well, I always... You, you know, ain't got no black cousins or grandma to make that shit right, man. That's the problem. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't have a black grandma. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's why you don't like You got him. You, you, got got him. <laughs> you got me. How did you know? <laughs> I, the only reason I even eat turkeys is like I mash it up with mashed potatoes oh and stuff. For you, like, you should see are you, are, Thanksgiving dinner. Are, it is are, unbelievable. He just pushes it all together. First everything. of all, yeah. everything First of all you, strike, you strike me as a, a very clean eater that keeps all food segregated. If it segregated. was acceptable to it's still so use the plates funny. that actually have the dividers, <laughs> the I would use it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, just, not just that like if andy gets mcdonald's right like like even though it's not on the same plate he will make sure every single fry is eaten before he takes a single bite of his burger oh, in order. it is the eat. most bizarre shit i've there. ever seen Wait a minute. in my whole life I have, a, I have a question for you yeah. then okay yes. so you know like with lunchables they put some stuff in different segments Ooh, and containers great question 
I only answer. vaguely know what Lunchables <laughs> are. That's like the packaged. Yeah, the packaged meals or the everything is in its own specific container. But okay. sometimes you can make call it like a, like a sandwich mm. out of the materials in it. And he knows a lot about sandwiches. I love sandwiches, so I think I'd be okay with that. <laughs> in general, a plate of food or any meal, it? I'm eating one thing before going to the next. Yeah. Thing. Is that just always been like your whole life? I've just been that way. Very weird with. Food He's my fucking whole neurotic, life. man. Yeah. Everything about <laughs> specifically is neurotic. Yeah. I also like don't put my lips on a fork when I eat it. I just like, I'm very weird. Well, why, why, do you, have, you, have you put any thought into meat. why this might be the case? Yeah. Oh, I've asked my parents. I've tried to figure it out. I think I was just like, I was a very bad eater growing mm. up. Mm. And I think that like, they might've had some habits that made it worse. Like, you know, the whole making me sit at the dinner table to finish my food before right. that, which I don't know, maybe it was bad. Whatever. <laughs> For some reason, Sounds I grew good, up very good weird with food. And I also don't, my, they babied me. My mom would like make my lunch and dinner until I was like 18 or whatever. So like I never <laughs> prepared food. I never made food. I don't know how to cook and I don't like handling food. So I don't like how food. possible is it to change this? Uh, it's gradual. Like okay. I had Oishi on the way over here, which I before moving here and like, you know, meeting these guys, which is sushi never, for people that know sushi. Yeah, I'd never had like seafood, let alone like sushi. I mm-hmm. never tried any of it. So I've obviously grown like I've, I will for the most part try things now. Um, it is and I so incredible to me that you like literally won't lay a finger on lunch meat like something about it disgusts you so much but you You eat it every day a sandwich what four times a week (laughs) wait (laughs) this is true you won't touch it no but he eats it i won't but you've never made yourself a sandwich like not never but like less than five times all right how did that process go did you like wear gloves did you like use the paper to like throw it on there you probably had gloves no just my mom made it for me and then i just after that didn't do it myself what was the rotation it was quizno subway what was like the uh, Jimmy subs. John's. No, Lauren says that too. Port of Subs. Port of Subs. Yeah. That was yes. a big one. Capriati's. So, <laughs> Capriati's, Capriati's yeah. Like Tyler and I would come home from somewhere and we'd see like Zeus eating Port of Subs. We're like, oh, Port of Subs. What is it, Tuesday? <laughs> 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 we always said that you had this like rotation I, where you like, order by these like certain days and he's like, he's like, no, how many times do I have to tell you guys? Like, I don't do it by day. <laughs> okay, so how do you do it? You said you have a routine. Yeah, it's just that I would start the week with the ones I like more. So like those ones were more likely to be on Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was just an EV game, right? Yeah, so exactly. most of the time, like, high EV if play. I knew I'm going to end up eating one of them two times in a week, I'm going to start with the ones <laughs> right, I prefer. But you, you choose, but you it's choose logical. variety over over favoritism, right? So like you, I'm like, not going to eat this. Yeah, I'm not well, no, because like you say day, you right. like to like the ones better. You eat them in the beginning of the week, so right. like you wouldn't just eat that same one no. every every day. Okay, okay so, so, so wait, 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 wait. Four. I got to I got to stop. It was four to five. Yeah. Okay, so if you have porta subs on Monday, yeah, when's the next time you're gonna eat porta subs? Wednesday or Thursday, maybe. This is the peak. I don't. I'm wait, not, wait, right wait. now. I'm not doing. Now this is that this, is that this Wednesday or is that next oh, Wednesday? Uh, there we go. Finally. <laughs> wait, let yes. me tell. Let me tell a story that that makes me so happy because how because of how sad Andy was. <laughs> wow, you might just be the ice miser. Oh man, this is like one of the best. Ah, it, oh, it's hard to retell this one, but so. <laughs> So back in the day when Andy and I were grinding hard, this must have been, this was 2008, I believe. That's when um, we moved here. I don't know what you're going to tell, but I'm yeah, trying to give you context 2008. that we moved here. Yes. So we were, we're grinding like 11 to 14 hour days, <sighs> like literally like wake up, go to your computer. And we all just sat there and played online poker until like we just like couldn't see anymore. <laughs> and at that time, the, there was no DoorDash, right? Like the only thing that delivered reliably was Quiznos. And so Andy ate a lot of Quiznos, and so did I. And, and so at this point, Tyler has like just come out to live with us for the summer, and he's you know, just doing his like rotation or whatever for, for PT, he's still in school. 
And so Tyler's on his way home and occasionally we would get a treat. You know, if Tyler were coming home, he would bring us something. And so uh, he says, like, what do you guys want? You know, Chipotle or Quiznos? And so Andy says, like, oh, Chipotle. You know, like I've, I've had Quiznos four times this week. <laughs> like, like I'm excited for Chipotle. So Tyler goes in there and gets us Chipotle. Of course, this comes with a large Diet Coke for all zoos. And so he's on his way home, right? And you know, he got back in the car, whatever. His mom called him. This is somehow relevant. But he's about halfway home and looks next to him and realizes that he does not have the bag of Chipotle. And so he turns around and drives back to Chipotle and on his way there, sees a bag of Chipotle <laughs> smashed in the road. Wait, what? And so he got, he put on his roof uh, and then his mom called him and then he just got in the car and drove with it on his roof. Mm. So he got, you know, half a mile and then that's in the middle of the road. So he gets all the way back there and he calls me and he says, guys, like, what do you want from Quiznos? And Andy is like, defiant, no. <laughs> I need Chipotle, <laughs> like please. He goes no, like like. And Tyler is of course like hysterically laughing on the phone, like like I'm sorry, I can't go back into Chipotle. What do you want from Christmas? And he specified, he's like, I'm in my scrubs. They're gonna remember me. They're gonna yeah. know it's me. Yeah. Like, Who cares? Just go order more yeah. Chipotle. And Tyler, he's like, like Tyler, like go back inside and order more Chipotle. We'll pay for the for the. The, uh, the one that's on the road, too. He's like, no, that's not it. It's like, I'm in my scrubs. I'm going to order the exact same thing. But you remember me? <laughs> I'm not going back into Chipotle. It's like a time machine. Yeah. And so yeah. he refuses to go back. And he, like, so, like, sadly accepts Quiznos, right? Tyler comes in. He is hysterically laughing. You know, like... <laughs> There's, none of this was intentional, clearly, but he has never been so happy to be so wrong about something. And so he comes in, he like gives like Andy his quiz nose. Andy obviously doesn't even thank him. And so like, I'm cracking up. I'm sure I was like, it was probably like a bad Sunday or something. I'm like super high. Just, like, I was going to say, the other thing that needs to be qualified here is you and Tyler were always fucking high. I was probably high at the time, but, but Tyler wasn't. He just got home. He, was just, he, he just understood the comedy here. Sure. And so he gives this to Andy. Andy's like furious now to like get his quiz nose. And then for some reason, like Tyler's like holding Andy's now large Diet Coke from Chipotle. The cup made it in the bag. The cup not. made it, not the bag. And so he's holding it and he like puts it over Andy's desk and he's like just cracking up so hard and, and Andy's like so angry that, that now he just like holds on to the top and the cup just falls out from beneath. And so this large Diet Coke just whooshes over Andy's uh, glass computer desk. It is dripping down the back, like onto all the wiring in his computers. Andy is like furious. I'm like at least 12 tabling. At the time, I would oh never God. be playing if I wasn't at least 12 tabling. And he just spills this, the biggest Diet Coke they have all the <laughs> So it is now dripping down the back of his like oh, desk, like man. all over his computer. Like Andy's trying to play 12 tables and clean it up. And Tyler's trying to like clean it up while laughing hysterically and unable to like really function. And Andy just like pushed him back, like, get out of here, Tyler. I got it, get out of here. And then, we we just we just laughed and laughed. How many times did uh, uh, Tyler come back in to ask to help you clean? <laughs> no, no, he understood no, he, that. Yeah, time. So he got that pretty quickly. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want me to help? Are you sure? God, Man, I, I can just imagine. I can imagine the scenes. Like when I see when I hear Dan say this, I could see it happening, which makes it so much funnier. And it, it's so wild because you guys are also like not old, no, right? But old, I can't yeah. fathom. Shut the fuck up. I can't, <laughs> I can't fathom 
it focuses the story no, like no, this. No, no, I mean, I can't <laughs> fathom, like, a all. young Matt. The, the, <laughs> irony, the irony to this is that, like, Landon is just a little bit younger than we were in this time frame. Mm -hmm. And I was showing, Wait, like... How old are you, Landon? I'm 23. Okay, yeah. no, I was, yeah, I was 20, <coughs> 25. 25. Probably 24, yeah. 25. I was, yeah, I was, I was actually, yeah, 24. You know how uh, excited you still get for a Sunday? Dan says, like, you know, that he used to have that, but the... Over the average time that Dan would rage quit Sundays was like 12.30 <laughs> um, not like in the afternoon. Right? He, he even started at 11.30. He, yeah, he rarely lasted till like 2 o'clock. <laughs> it's true. It drove he me to, hated, to marijuana. Like, that's what we were talking before in terms of like the transition to crypto. Like what Dan didn't like really say is that like, yeah, he loved poker, but like never the way you love poker. Yeah. Like it was always just more of something. That, or at like, least specifically did. not online. Yeah. That's, <gasps> that's true. I would say, yeah. Just the online tournament bro. grind at yeah. the time. Dan was a real media was darling in, uh, in the live realm. Mm. He was a shooting star one in to watch. He was one to watch. watch. Yeah. yeah. I was one to watch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You are. You still are one to watch. <laughs> one year. Does that mean yeah. I'm going to end up where, where you are? I was so mad. I was so mad. When he became the the one to watch that year for WPT, I had just come off like a seventh place finish in LAPC, and I was like, I'm fucking one to watch for sure. And why they, did you think that? Because <laughs> I was crushing it, man. I was fucking killing You're under it. Under the radar cash player, right? You, you played cash. You like occasionally played a tournament, and you watch a lot of How I Met Your Mother. You were the one to watch. <laughs> he was the one that was watching. Yeah, it was, you, uh, you, you it was were like watching. him. <laughs> you were the one. You were watching Dan be the one to watch. It, it was, oh, like, it was like yeah, it was like Dan mm -hmm. and like all of the women in poker at the time. I think it was you, Lauren Kling, Maria Ho. Maybe oh, Ebony young Kenny, Dan O'Brien right there. Uh, and, and fucking Dan. Yeah. And I was just wow. so livid. I'm like, <laughs> I'm out here mashing it. This idiot's wearing juice box shirts every fucking where that he goes. It's a, for those who don't know, it was a clothing line that he starts. It was literally cartoon juice boxes that came to life. We I, thought it was a good idea at the time. I, I honestly, <laughs> wait a minute, do we have any samples? I'm throwing shade, but I still have like four of these drawer. in my closet. Yeah, literally to this fun. day, my, anytime my dad sees somebody with sunglasses on his head, he references Dan O'Brien. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see... I want to see one of these graphic tees. I'll get you some. I, yeah. got, I got plenty. Oh, oh, I, got I, got J. I got a couple. They're worth things. a lot of money we'll now. Them all. They're vintage. They're vintage. They're probably, they're probably, they're probably, should, they're probably fucking cool. You should have turned into an NFT. I think they're cool. Into <laughs> what? Should have turned into an NFT. Oh, that's a great idea. You missed out. Maybe I can yeah. recoup my Look investment. at your big, <laughs> look at your big stupid head. I hate this. I was so fucking mad. I have a question. Bro, I was so mad. And wait, wait, no, this carries forward too. So then Poker Night America launched that same year and they were just getting their cash games off the ground. And uh, the first stop was in uh, Turning Stone, New York. It was this event, whatever. In Pittsburgh. So, it, it was the one where Mattisau got slow rolled by Deeb. Mm, and like Mattisau's heart just shed. I mean, it was probably his last. If you haven't seen it, people, please look it up. Yeah. It's amazing. It might have been Mattisau's last five. Hit. Like he was just beside himself, right? So then the second stop was in Reno, which was an hour flight from us. Later in life, Dan becomes Tahoe Dan and like frequents the Pepper Mill more than any human ever should. Okay? But at, uh, this, at this point, I quite liked it there. <laughs> at this point, I don't even know if he had been yet. Whatever. Like Jimmy uh, was the the manager at the time, getting bigger games. Okay. The third stop was over Thanksgiving in Pittsburgh. Yep. And I wrote this lengthy letter to Nolan Dalla, and I said like I love the vision of the show like uh, you know I, I'm a high stakes cash player I was playing I just gotten into the big game at the time like I played 300, 600, 1200 like I'm the guy from Pittsburgh like you need to get me on the show and he replies he goes I love everything you're saying like we definitely want to get you on the show unfortunately 
that show's full and this is the lineup and I look <laughs> there he is fucking Daniel Bryan's on it he goes but what we can do is we can give you two seats at the pepper mill next week or something like that and I go Dan you have to fucking switch with me and he goes oh, I don't think I want to I'm going home to New York that week I'm just gonna stop in Pittsburgh on the way I don't really want to go to the pepper mill and I'm like it's my hometown. He's like, I don't that's really, an inconvenience to me, man. I don't, I don't recall it. And also, like, who cares? Like, it's your hometown. Obviously, it's a fucking casino. Obviously, you're not like playing in. in front of like an audience. You yeah, know? my like, grandma could have came to that. Wait, you deprived this poor woman of seeing her grandson. First of all, I did, her, I did her a favor. <laughs> don't, don't put this on me. You did, you did me a favor. Uh, I went, so I went. Uh, as a quote-unquote alter- alternate, right? He plays in the game. It's the worst fucking game in the history of televised poker. I think the big winner was like $800, and it was Jack. Was it like a good game or no? No, just, it was, okay, it was, rotten. Right, yeah, yeah, it was a heavy, rotten whatever. game. However, I was in the must move that was the craziest game ever. I won $45,000. He had all of his money on the table. That's a true story. <laughs> I, did not, I did not. I was playing the big game at this point. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, you had so much money on the table that I was concerned for you, though. I remember. <laughs> Rightfully so. I've been there, Dan. I've been there so many times, Dan. You have no idea. And you're not going to stop being there. Rightfully so. So I, I'm, I'm, I literally had probably like $80,000 in front of me at this 2550 game, and they come down with like an hour and a half left to go in the show. People were quitting. It was so bad. <laughs> And they go, uh, a seat just opened. You're first up. And I go, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, no, I don't no think I will. One, no uh, one left that game. Literally nobody. It was incredible. I'm curious to know if Dan went to Peppermill anyway. No, uh, no, he yeah. wasn't. He wasn't talking about Dan back then. He look, getting him to travel was a fucking chore. I'm, I'm sure. Like it, it was mercier induced. I did it, hate it. Yeah. And After I, a while, anyway. I think that was like right around the time maybe just before you went to Europe and ripped off a, a bunch of scores? Yeah, I was, I was in a bad spot. Yeah. I, was, I, I owed a lot of money to, uh, to my backer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I couldn't win. <laughs> oh and so those, that's a bad combo. But did you manifest it? No, I, I went to Europe uh, thinking for sure I wasn't going to win anything. What's up, puppy? He's mad. He's mad you didn't win anything either. Me. Is this? <laughs> That's your backer getting mad at you. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen this before. Gatsby, sit. Sit. He's talking, man. He just realized his old papa's here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah I, just, I, I think I was in, in makeup like 350K or something at the time. And, uh, and I never wanted to. I never really wanted to like, go on the road for a while anyway. But um, yeah, at this at this stage, it's like, well, fuck, you know, like I can't win. Life is terrible. I'm like running out of money. If I win something, like I'm not gonna get any of it, you know. And uh, and then to like commit to seven weeks on the road in Europe it was just like the absolute worst thing imaginable. Right. And um and the first stop I think was Partouche and uh and yeah we did we did okay there. Where is that and what did you do? <laughs> yeah, it's a is a Partouche poker tour is a French tour. And it was the like main event from them. It was in Cannes, uh, in like the south of France. Mm-hmm. And Film festivals. The it was an, spot. It was an eight thousand euro one reentry event. Wow. And I think I actually reentered. Um, a big tournament. Yeah, but it had like some big, like some enormous uh, guarantee that they missed. And then they like 
you know, started, they took it off the website that it was a guarantee. And they were like, Oh, this isn't really a guarantee. And there was a whole thing. And then a bunch of like pros were just like, Hey, like what, like what is going on? Like, this is, this is on the website. Like here's like the website cash, you know, it says here, uh, this is like a sham. And so everyone's like tweeting about it and uh, yeah, Twitter was a thing. And, um, and then the, the owner of that tour went on stage and said like, everything in French, you know, not a single thing in English <laughs> and said, like, we are honoring this because of these like American assholes. <laughs> like, we're going to, we're going to honor it. But like, I fucking hate these guys. And this is the last time we're ever doing this tournament. Yeah. <laughs> True story. They canceled it after. So yeah. They never, never happened again. What was the guarantee on it? I, I think it was like 10, I think it was 10 million Holy or shit. 8 billion euros or something. It was like, it was really big. And you did how well? Well, first, hmm. Well, I came in fourth wow. and I flipped for all the chips with four oh. hand for left. Eye. I had, I think nines versus ace king, like blind on blind. Mm. And, um, <laughs> and it was this dude, it was Ali Shemian or Ali Shemian. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, it was like his first win in like his like run of like being, you know, the best <laughs> of winning everything. Yeah. 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 And so there was like, no one knew who he was, but you know, he played super well and he was like really aggressive. Yeah. Um, and you know, everyone else was like, Oh, we're playing for a lot of money. This is scary. And he was like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he was like running over the table and I, and I was like, Oh cool. Like I've nines against this guy in the big blind, right? Like yeah. it's going to go well for me. Right. <laughs> and like he four bet and I five bet shoved and, uh, and he got there. But uh, yeah, first place was I think 1.6 million like American at the time, mm. and my, I think I took like 440. Okay, and so like I got out of makeup in yeah. one tournament and like had a little bit of money, and that was uh, that was decent. But didn't That's didn't you dream. follow that up with WSOPE? Yeah, and then I uh, a couple we were there for a long time, you know, <laughs> like we we're like in all over Europe, and uh, I'm not sure it was like you know maybe a month <laughs> later, I uh, I'm pretty sure I either had a four to one chip lead. Or a thirteen, no, or an eleven to one chip lead. Yeah, I remember watching that. All. Yeah. The confusion is because art. this literally happened twice, yeah. and so I got heads up for a World Series bracelet either with four to one this time or eleven to one. But regardless, both times I lost. <laughs> and the four to one, I actually played like I, I fucked it up. Like I, I did not play well. Mm. The eleven to one, I actually didn't really have you know much say in it as i recall and the 11 to 1 the guy i lost was like not even a pro like he was just like that's what i remember watching we were just really shallow and yeah. uh he just won literally every time yeah um but the four to one uh that was not good so it was a wsop europe just bracelet event and you got that was sacked. the main event no not the main oh was it no never oh. i never had a shot at making any real money oh, okay, in this okay. game so, <laughs> so, no, no, but I, thought it, I thought it was a european main event is what i'm saying no, no, it was it was the no, it was the World Series like you know some side event there. Oh, okay, okay, and second was like a six figures, I'm sure somewhere around there. So, so one of them was like ninety or hundred k maybe. This turned into like one of the most down bad trips you could have taken, and it turned into like the greatest trip of your time. It was at an that important. Moment. It was an yeah. important trip. Yeah, yeah, we kind of have a similar story as to how we went from busto to robusto and yeah. never looked back. Hmm. Uh, I would not say that to characterize myself, but go on with your story. <laughs> Wait, why? You went, You didn't go broke after that? Uh, well, I did get loaned money in early 2019, and I was fairly broke then. But yeah, yeah, but I guess you were out of poker at that point. Yeah. You are between poker broke and crypto broke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there really isn't. No, you're right. There really isn't, you know, because it's like in both It's just things, like, it's on a screen and they're there, You have to have not. money, yeah. yeah. And, you know, like, yeah. when I say, like, I was, like, crypto broke, like, I still had, you know, some money, but it's like, you know, if you want to, like, make money as a trader or a poker player like you actually have to have some you gotta have a lot yeah 
And, uh, and so, yeah, you know, as soon as you kind of get down to that threshold, it's like kind of over, but tell us, tell us your robust story. Oh, I, I don't need to rehash the story, but it was kind of the same thing where I came into 2013, had no money, sold a package to the WSOP final table three. And suddenly I have a half a million. I remember that summer. So like, that's that was a fun summer. Yeah. That was that was you, were, summer. you were one to watch that summer. Yeah. Yeah. I was to not watch. one to fucking watch. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dan stole oh his fucking thunder. Yeah, he, bro. He he was like you guys think that he's like this quiet guy who's moved on and you know uh, who, we all who thinks that we all forget about who thinks that we all forget about previous dan dan was like the og of grinding twitter like he was ingram before ingram existed where it was just like i'm gonna be a star you love you love twitter you love twitter first of all don't compare me to joey joey is infinitely better at this than yeah, i could ever was, be you're right he's better but you were still first do you remember his uh his early streaming days Oh God, yeah! I watched every fucking minute. <laughs> I was trying to be Jay Carver. You were streaming, uh, <laughs> That's why he Vulcan. was one to watch, and you weren't. That's how. Mm -hmm. No, that was way later. We I'm were, just fucking we, making a joke. Matt. I, yeah, but it's not funny. It is pretty good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, oh, the, the, I, the first I, rule of comedy is be funny. Go ahead. I won't say his name on here, but I'll tell you afterwards. I played the other day with someone who your name came up, and he specifically talked about how him and his friends literally planned their schedules around when you would stream. Definitely don't say his name. Oh, He'll be so embarrassed. I didn't think he was like crushing, but I certainly didn't think he was like the fish in those games. That was how I first met Andre. He was the one who set up your stream. Oh, oh, they, oh, they, oh they watched to like get me. They played against oh. you in those streams. He said, they, he said they literally only played whatever the 510 game was, whatever it was yeah. you were playing. He's like, when you were playing, we all played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was definitely playing bad and also. <laughs> Like you could see what I had like five minutes later. Yeah, and no, he so, didn't. He didn't mean it like that at all. He meant they thought you sucked. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they were. They were right. I hope you feel better about yourself, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're uh, right. That was, that was when people like actually started to like be good at poker. I mean, yeah. to, uh, he, to be he fair, was streaming this knowing full well that it, it wasn't like. I, don't be wrong. I'm sure Dan was winning in that game, but it wasn't like he was doing it more for the experience of the show. Oh, we found. Look at this. What is this? The Dan, this is the day Dan, that Dan lost Scout. No, jeez, wow. that's not true. Son of a bitch. That was another day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, there's no scout. Oh, I was there. I was <laughs> Scout's that gone. Fucking yeah. almost uh, lost my dog. You gotta tell that story. Wait a minute. Uh, I don't even know the full story. He just like went on a hike and Scout was gone and he just abandoned her and she showed up at his doorstep. What, what? was that? What was that video? <laughs> oh, that was when he was part of Ultimate Bet? iGaming.org. Poker. Come on. Yeah. Important Whoa. distinction. <laughs> not important enough for them to not name it Ultimate Poker. Sure. sure. Was it, it was like a TV show? Yeah. So he, him and Danielle Moon were the lone survivors of... So when Ultimate Poker was like... It was WSOP and Ultimate Poker started at the same time. And for the first like two years, they were both competing. And mm -hmm. Ultimate Poker's strategy was that they paid a lot of money to any local pro they can get. Uh, like a I wouldn't artist. say it that way. I wouldn't say it that <laughs> way. <laughs> Literally right. anybody they could get. It was, it was, it was, it was legitimately just our group of friends. I would say it, Brent, was, it was Brent, Dan, but oh, they Phil. also started with Esfandiari uh, and someone else. They have a lot of money. Yeah, to Jay, Antonio. Jay Carver, right? Yes, but yeah. ultimately they whittled it down and centered a lot of it around him and Danielle Moon, and they made a show. It was called. Uh, I bet you, maybe. No, it was bad. called Me versus You. Me versus, versus you. you. That's right. You should look it up. I mean, some of it was some of it was pretty cool. It's still in like like I could find let, the let full me, thing. Let me tell you this: knowing you, mm -hmm. you will very much enjoy Me oh, versus yeah. You. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's on like YouTube. Yeah, you just... there's ten episodes. Honestly, it's not bad. Did you guys do the the acrobatics in the in the whatchamacallit the strings yeah or the, whatever. the what are they called uh silk, like the drapes. The silks, the yeah, silks. The silks yeah yeah oh man that so there's like what I've you done need to know about dan too is he's not a limber man 
not a limber man. There's a fair, I've done a fair amount of content. There's like two things that I'm proud of. This is for sure not going to be the third. The two are the YouTube, <laughs> me versus you. That, okay. And Kate Hall and I put out a podcast, uh, like a eight episode or 10 episodes, I think eight episode podcast. Uh, what was it called? Yeah, wow. It was a good name. Kate came up with it. Something with a mind? No, no. It was um, mind. Oh, yeah, it was really good. Mind it was a good name, and it was it. all Kate's because I would never come up with it. It was like a double entendre. Mm -hmm. God. All right. I'm going to find it. Um, Anyways. Papa yeah. Find it before you Pigtails. Yeah. Pigtails yeah, produced find me, it. Find it for me, please. It's just on for? audio. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah, uh, Pigtails uh, produced it. They did a good job. Yeah. Um, while, while he's looking, uh, Andy, you know, I, I know we're joking that people used to bum hunt Dan, but uh, we have... <laughs> A person in this room who actually bum hunts you. Oh, I know. Yeah. We talk, we talk <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Little, Adam, Guapo. Oh, Guapo. Brand. I'm not playing much these talk days. Talk yeah, shit, baby. Guapo. Yeah, Guapo hey. took all your money. Of course you can't and, play. Uh, yeah, You're yeah. bust though. Yeah. Andy's pretty good, man. Leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want him. To, yeah. Andy, I'm gonna play tonight, like all around right. 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't be there. He just looks for Dilbert to start games, oh, man. I wish, Guapo I wish I was still Dilbert. Oh, what are you now? I will not. He will not say. <laughs> he does not say. Grappo is like, wait, you guys know this guy? I, I fucking follow him. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, All those regs think they're good. <laughs> I'm, I'm not good, but I promise you they're not either. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here on a story that needs some clarity. Uh, we've been talking about it for months. Any of the hard cat, hardcore listeners who, who tune in regularly will know exactly what it is. Explain to us how, in the English language, the word next works. What you uh, actually, let, let, me, let me preface it. All I'll right. tell you guys how this all began. So this must have been like 2016-ish. Uh, we were all hanging out on a football Sunday. Drinks had been flowing. Uh, the tortoise himself was very sauced up. I was. Uh, yeah. and, Which and, always makes for me interjecting into you guys' argument. <laughs> it was in the Bible! Uh, Andy, Andy was a little, a little loose himself, and uh, Greg was there as kindling for this fire, as he usually is in these arguments. Uh, and somebody had brought up the Game of Thrones and announced the... I don't know if it was the final season or the next season that was coming out, whatever yeah, the case the next, may be. the next season. Um, but mind you, this is like, like October-ish of whatever that year is. And I go... Uh, I go, yeah, it's coming out April of 2018. And Andy goes, yeah, next April. And I go, no, April 2018. He goes, right, next April. And it just... Meaning, to clarify, meaning this was happening in 2016. Correct. Right. It was October 2016 that I was saying, like, it's coming out 2018. He goes, yeah, next April. And I'm losing it. I can't handle it. Because to me, next April would clearly be 2017. Yeah, the next April. Right, the, 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 the next <laughs> April. So please, state your case. Okay, so in, in typical Berkey fashion, you are taking the most extreme example. Oh. All right. So it was the argument, Andy. The, the, my main argument has always been from day one that the fact that certain people in our group use next in the same week, month, year, or whatever that you're talking about. So if today's Monday, there are literally people in our group who say next Thursday, meaning three days from now. Wait, wait, wait. wait. My who? argument... Not naming names. You All can right. name names. Not, Is not it me? Names. No. Well, okay. you have, but you are not the naming code. Nah. Either way, my argument from day one has always simply been that that is completely unacceptable. I agree with you there. Right. Okay. Yeah. You have then stretched it and stretched it, obviously. I'm not, don't get me wrong. The original story, sure, that's how it started. I get it. But since then, we've obviously had this debate a hundred times. 
at least. Yeah, but since I, then, it's become a meme. Fair. And and I also never know to which degree you guys are serious and to which degree you're just screwing with me. We're dead Good. serious. Yeah. Good. I'll be I mean, honest with you. Now that I hear how this argument really came about, I don't hate Andy's... What are you well, talking about? Because, let me, let, all right, we haven't got to it. Okay. Because like, if we're saying April, because like, if it's using October... Using the months makes it too difficult. Just use the days of the week the exact same concept. Andy, okay? that is, that is unfair to the original argument. The original argument right, was... I'll go to the original argument. The original <laughs> argument... No, but like... Uh, my if, original point was, okay, if you're on October, okay, and, and what I tried to explain to him is that there actually is origin for this. Okay, this is one of those things that if you look it up, as annoying as it's going to be, you will find that the way that it used to be used is the way that I'm saying, okay? And one of the main... Uh, examples of this is weddings okay so if you were because weddings get planned in advance if it is October and you had just gotten engaged and you said to your girlfriend hey, whatever I'm using myself as a girl right now I said to my girlfriend it's October I'm getting married next April that literally never meant the, six months the, yeah six months it yeah. never meant that I okay? kind of agree with you and that was what I was trying to say with him that's when him and Dan kind of lost their shit and like you're crazy <laughs> blah, blah blah I'm just like Fine. I'm not even saying that like it would be clear if I said that. I'm just telling you that's how it was intended to be to be meant. And the entire point being is that there's a non-ambiguous way to say these things. Mm -hmm. So if you mean April, the you one that's April. the first one coming up, just say April. Yeah. Because there is zero ambiguity there and no one could ever misunderstand what you mean. What I tried to explain to them is that if you say next April, whether it's 2%, meaning whether it's just me, I'm the only person you've ever met, some people misunderstand what you mean. Because if it's October and you say next April, I will not think you mean the April in six, seven months from now. I will think the one, the farther one. <laughs> I right, because that's logically the next one. Some other people will as well. So there's very clearly a way to avoid any confusion here. And that's what good communication is built on, is being clear with what you're saying. So just say April or say this April, whatever. Say something that can't be misunderstood. Now you say that, Andy. <laughs> Will allow me to retort, but I've I've presented some uh, counterfacts to you this. You think you have it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you this. Your whole thing is uh, re removing ambiguity and the two percent chance that somebody can misunderstand you. Now we had Jeff Platt on this show, mm -hmm. yeah? and I said, uh, you know, when can you come on? Yada yada yada. He tell he tells me the days that he's free. I said, okay, great. Now it's Monday when I'm asking him this, <laughs> and I go, are you free Monday? Do you want to know what his response was? You mean today? Well, I said I'm not free today, <laughs> yeah. but I can come next Monday. Right. And I said that to Andy. <laughs> yeah. you, as I said, you always use. I never once said that on. If you're talking about the same day to the next day, never once said that that's not wait, like, wait, wait, at wait. least somewhat confusing. That to me is not confusing at all. It, it is because okay, if I if it's today's Monday and I say to you, and it's, there's no context whatsoever, and I say, Berkey, what are you doing on Monday? There's at least a party that just be like, wait, does this guy not know what day it is today? Like, at least some of you is going to be like, wait, <laughs> does he really no. not know that today's Monday? Yeah, and but so there, there, was a, there was plenty of context. I asked him what days he was free. He had already said he was not free today. Right, but he didn't know for 100% certainty that, that you, you didn't know day. today wasn't Monday. But he said he wasn't free on Monday, so it doesn't matter if he knew. Okay, but again, I never <laughs> argued that point. I told you today's Monday when as soon as the kickoff of monday night football happens tonight they'll run a commercial and it'll say next monday for next monday's game that's completely i think fine. we lost dan i've never once said otherwise <laughs> <laughs> the, using the same day example is just never going to be the way to get to the bottom of this it so is there's always going to be a little bit of ambiguity that's right. that's in, what i unless you never say next when you don't need to well we'll just well then you should just never say next you know unless just, you mean the following one obviously which you don't have to again no, I agree. but there's ambiguity in that because someone might think you know well, okay, I, 
I agree, but I'm saying there shouldn't. If it's, if it's week, Wednesday and you say next Friday, right? right? Then like clearly that is a week and a half. But there might be some fools who think, oh, it means two days from now. And so why would you use it? Ambiguity. Just say Friday after next. It's solved. Wait, that's mm. just the movie. Friday after next. Yeah, yeah it is. I, think it's just, <laughs> I thought it was called Next Friday. The, the next See, one. Is called. The third Friday one is next. the Friday after next. <laughs> because <laughs> there. <laughs> because there. You don't want to get them confused. Here. Next Friday is a week from now, whereas the Friday after next is two weeks from now. Now we're all on the same goddamn page. We just need to go. Back to 1990s uh, movies, yep. and we'll all understand this. Uh, the The irony of this entire thing, first of all, there was a lot of revisionist history in your explanation of how, cal how calm you were over all of this. Like, I just simply I said that maybe there's yes. a little bit there of ambiguity. There were literally, like, I thought there were punches were going to be thrown at some point. Rightfully so, yeah. also. There was a lot worth. of screaming. Um, but uh, that aside, I, I agree with you in a technical sense, as I generally tend to do when it comes to grammar and language and things of that nature. I almost never agree whenever it comes to like practical usage. Uh, we've had this debate about like uh, bi-weekly, bi-monthly. That's, well, that's the that's, best that's, way to understand that's it. That's different. It's no. not, well, it's not. Not the, the best way. Yes, it is. Different thing. <laughs> if, if what you're saying is Very true. different thing. So if we get to the point where if it's Thursday and half the people, and you say next Tuesday, and half the people think it's one thing and half the people think it's the other, it's essentially lost all its meaning. Yeah, which but is language, exactly does that all the, language does that all the time. Which is a problem, obviously. So uh, well, it's a it problem no to meaning. you. It's, it's not a problem to The word bi-weekly is not functional. It's it true. no I longer agree has you. a meaning. Oh, I, I totally agree with you. Totally dysfunctional. Right. And yeah. it's because those dictionary people, they caved to the masses. They unwashed masses. Where it's like, oh, we don't know what this means, so it could mean anything. Like, like what... Like we need someone in charge. Yeah. Exactly. No. Hey, and that's, and that's I'm, I'm here. I'm in that's charge. the evolution. I'll take the job. But right. that's my point. Is that's the evolution of language because literally also means nothing now. It just literally means nothing. I mean, moot means nothing. Right. Moot's original definition means uh, worthy of debate. No way. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Yeah. What's another that's one like true. that? No way. Yeah. No. yeah. You know what's another one Impossible. like that? Peruse. You would that's think. That's the opposite. You would yeah, think. I've seen that too. You, ever, you know, yeah, you know what the word peruse means? Uh, no. Peruse I mean, I thought it meant to look. What do you think it means? I thought it meant to look. But like, like describe it. Uh, peruse? Yeah. Like to, to carefully come over. Yeah. 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 That's, that no, is no, the casually, casually. That's yeah. yeah, it's yes. weird. Most well, we people use it like, I'll just casual. peruse it, like I'll just kind of skip it. Oh yeah, yeah. actually I, I right. misspoke. I would use it, use it that as to like too. nonchalantly like look over something. Yeah. Like I'll peruse it and like, but it's actually the opposite. I think, I think subconsciously I had known that it had changed meeting and that's why yeah, I, totally I said changed. carefully. Oh yeah. yeah. It did. I think like, like the way, right, people, that's why the I said way carefully. everyone uses it. And like, it Dan, like in a hundred years, like your great, great grandchild's going to be like, wait, literally used to mean the exact thing you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know. yeah. They're, they're always trying to, yeah. Now they're really uh, I'll never forget when words. I learned about moot. It was at your desk at Bellacita. I don't remember why we were discussing it, but somehow it got looked up and I was flabbergasted yeah, I didn't know that. that the original meaning right, meant because of the whole worthy moot, of discussion. Like now moot point means don't talk about it. Where actually moot point well, should it's mean irrelevant. it's worth talking yeah, about. Yeah. Well, well, we attach it to point now, but it, it originally, I think like, uh, stem from maybe moot court which was uh actually like having a debate over something <laughs> i, I can't like think a cow's of it it comes it's from it comes from it's, 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 it's definitely a, yeah friends reference, reference. i like that 
Uh, Andy loves that. I, I love, love like, that. That's really well written. It's stuff. a it's yeah. really well, well written because like first it's the perfect character to do it, and his explanation is actually pretty sensible. And then like the people around him are like, eh, you know, that, yeah. that's like, is it just me or <laughs> that start to make sense? This is yeah. the dark depths of yeah. comedy, is what this is. For, yeah, well, yeah, Friends. I I think was a decent show, but I hate it because number one, people mistakenly think it was even like in the same universe as Seinfeld. And two, because it kind of opened up the door for like really bad comedy, like How I Met Your Mother. Right. Okay, <laughs> let's get a few things clear. First of all, Friends and Seinfeld were just different, yeah, but so they like were equally like, genius. Is, no, at what they did. One is brilliant, and one is like one is made, sophisticated. One is sophisticated. Mm -hmm. One is made for the unwashed masses. You're, <laughs> <laughs> you're such an asshat, man. Not everything needs to be so highbrow that only you it's, can get it. Well, you know what? I think Friends took a notch down for me when I started watching The Office because I think The Office is like much better than Friends. Incredibly well written, right? I, Incredibly well written, so written. Just like the jokes are great. The, the, the whole concept of it is great. And I was just like, wow, I used to think Friends was like the best. I, I mean, Seinfeld, I, I agree with you. Seinfeld is like the best. I would, but I like, would just... After I watched, after I watched uh, The Office, yeah, Friends, it, it really diminished Friends. I, w I would just die on the hill that Friends is by far the best sitcom ever created. And it's not because the comedy is so elite, but it's because of how well-rounded of a show it was. It the was, story, yeah. It was the best cast. Mm -hmm. The storyline held, held up for 10 seasons with the exception of the fucking Joey Rachel season. Yeah. And uh, the, like, the ability to intertwine friendship, romance day-to-day -day problems all of it, those it did things have a aspect of of not just a sitcom it also had drama to it yeah, like it right. had where like where like you did have a cliffhanger almost not every every episode but, but definitely, most, definitely most every season and yeah, yeah, yeah. cliffhanger and yeah. made you want to watch it the next week yeah, yeah, Seinfeld, Seinfeld lacked a lot of those threads that you you want to tug at let me let, let, did you guys ever watch like the wayne's family like I watched all that shit, like, man. The, it was not the real course. shit, because no, like this not. shit that you guys are talking about, you know, I couldn't even tell you what they are. Like you could put it on, I couldn't tell you what it was. Martin, Martin, Ma was Martin, great. Martin, Martin, you know the good yeah. shit. You know? I, I will I say, where you guys learned your fucking vibe, you know. I will say, I find two things to be funny. I find two things to be funny about. Uh, first of all, the '90s was like an incredible era for black sitcoms. It like, really was. I don't mm -hmm. think it's ever been rivaled since, and it's been very like almost whitewashed since then. Like if you look at like the the black comedies that make it to like CBS and NBC now, they're they're very uh, upper middle class. Like I, I don't know. It's it's very like weird and watered down right but like 90s 90s black sitcoms were like very raw as a poor person like i related to a lot of the comedy <laughs> in that regard right because mm -hmm. they they presented a lot of the economical struggles uh like yeah homie the clown obviously <laughs> great in, in living color That's was so fucking good. amazing I said, wait is that the same isn't homie from in yeah, yeah 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 uh, fresh prince bel-air has to be just like absolutely one of the top shows of all time yeah absolutely. it's, it's mm -hmm. incredible right good. um what i find to be hilarious about that looking back is that a lot of the best uh, quote-unquote edgy comedy that came out of the 90s was all broadcast on Fox, which is like now this insanely conservative channel. <laughs> well, is it? No, no, no. It's not, not, no. You're confusing Fox News and Fox. Well, it's all owned by the same umbrella. Uh, yeah, but, but they, they, they operate differently. They really do. Yeah, I guess right? so. You, you I, still have like a lot of the edgier stuff. I, I mean, would Family Guy is all Fox, right? Simpsons, yeah, yeah. yeah, and that guy's like Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons, Simpsons, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It is weird because right, it is owned by by the same you know company at the top. Yeah, 
but you're it, right how it started. The entertainment <laughs> of it was for sure. Fox, when it came out, was way different than CBS and NBC. Oh, way, yeah. way, way different. Even like Married with Children was like yeah. edgy by yep. comparison. Oh my God, Married with Children. And Living Color. Show. Living Color was on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then Mad TV yep. uh, at a later point. But yeah, like Arrested Development was Fox too, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is like as a kid growing up in the 90s, especially with like uh, rap and hip hop culture at like uh, an ultimate high where we were deriving a lot of our social cues from that. And uh, like that's what the kind of defined cool in yeah. that era. I learned so much culture that I wouldn't have otherwise been exposed to for sure because I grew up in a neighborhood where, you know, literally it's 2,500 people and 2,495 of them were white. Yeah. yeah. You know, so it's like. I don't know what kids gravitate towards now, YouTube. especially. Yeah, 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 of course. Actually, that, YouTube that's YouTube and life, but TikTok. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just content creation. Yeah, when it comes to individuals becoming their own brand. Yeah, like people watch Mr. Beast stuff because he can do whatever the fuck he wants. He doesn't yeah. watch it. Yeah, that's true. And I think that like that's the vlog lifestyle. Yeah, you're right. Like a lot of the amplification comes from uh, these trends being set from some wing of our culture, and then individuals just like propping it up. It's because everyone has a phone. Everyone yeah. just looks at their phones. Like, okay, what can I do to turn my brain off? Right. We were literally there 8 p.m. Every Sunday, that's where you turn watching your brain The off. Simpsons. Had to. You had to. There, there was, was no DVR. What were you going to talk about Monday in school yeah. if you didn't fucking watch it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're drawing dead. Yeah, it's like if you missed the show, then you just missed it. This yeah. Friends life. has a laugh track, right? Oh yeah. yeah. So if you, uh, Andy, tell him what. Uh, oh, watching it without. Yeah, it's amazing. It, can, like, it find ruined of it my life when he <laughs> showed me this. I mean, so, granted, that's true of any of any you, sitcom from the time, but it is unreal that, how weird it is. Do you think that The Office would be as good as it is now if it had a laugh track? No, no, it was no, no, weird. No. separated. It, right. it was yeah. very that's unusual at the time mm -hmm. to not to have a. Yeah, it was right. done like, differently. They broke right. the fourth wall of the entire show because it was. No, they were filming because well, they were filming a documentary. Okay. Right, but that's that's the premise is that they're constantly breaking the fourth wall. So during that era, it was brutal. The Office era. That was laugh track a era. Wall. And yeah, they yeah. decide they were the first show that didn't have the laugh track. I don't know they're the first, but they're yeah. the first. The rest of the development didn't have yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, Modern Family didn't have one. Part Part like, there was like Modern a new, Family was there, there became this. Um, I, I forget the exact the, the term for. Um, it's a sing, uh, not single cameras. It's something. It's like four camera, fourth camera. Yeah, there's a there's a term for like weird because all the sitcoms were the exact same, and then they came out and like. You look at Modern Family, you look at Office, they, they, they feel different, right? But they, the Modern Family one different. is weird because it doesn't like make any sense. So the Modern Family has that same aspect where they do the interviews, mm -hmm. like The Office did. But The Office, the whole premise was that they're filming this they're documentary, from, so right. they're doing these interviews, which yeah. makes sense. It's like, why are you Modern filming Modern Family was a 10-year show where just everyone ignore the fact that, wait, why are these random interviews in the right. living room with the cast members? Yeah. It seems right. like so a, random, a random plot hole that no one ever wanted. Yeah, to yeah, kind of they, like, sure just, they didn't fill it? There's no reason for They very clearly only did it because that was what Office was doing and that was the popular style, but there's no explanation for it. Hmm. Modern, Modern Family, Family is actually like a really well-written show. Right, I like it, but I'm saying there's no... I stopped watching it's not like a documentary where they're filming the family like The Office was. The Office, there was an explanation. There must be. There must be some explanation. I don't think I watch it Parks and Rec is the kind of same way, right? Yeah, that's more, his interview style, yes, but it, it's exactly the same. It's like, it's like a documentary. Well, I, I don't even know that they never explain it. As it's well. like, it's, it's like, like politically, it's like politically framed, right? Like they're all political uh, figures in their community or something like that. For what? Parks and Rec. It's like an informative yeah. show. It's like about what goes on within the Parks and Rec department. Yeah, yeah. So I guess they're doing interviews on the people that work in the department. So it actually makes sense. That's like the implied I guess, but obviously Modern Family has no implication. Correct. Right. That's the difference. Um, the scene that you showed me without the laugh track is forever etched in my head. I wish head. I remember which scene. I know it. exactly what it is. It's uh, the my sandwich scene 
where Ross <laughs> Ross brings sandwich. a sandwich to work and somebody eats it and he goes into his boss's uh, office or whatever and he wants to complain. Or he had been acting crazy so people would stop eating his food and right. they're complaining about him or whatever. And he was just like, oh, that, that turkey sandwich? The one that was like incredibly moist? That was your... Uh, I think I still have half of it here. And he's my sandwich and it's so demonic when there's no laugh track to guide that you're supposed to understand this is a funny moment and not a tense one yeah. it's just like it's just freaky. that this just so means weird. that it's poor writing correct oh i don't well, think so it just relied on it that's how comedy worked back then is you relied on because mm-hmm. if you need stroke, if you need stroke. a cue to have people react in a certain way no 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 it shifts cl- the tone it's 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 not that you need a cue to have them act a certain way it's it, it's that you need to know that they're not about the fist fight so why did the laugh track disappear oh no, he's right in the sense that it's harder to write a comedy where you're not relying on a laugh track oh sure sure to, sure yeah it could that. be slightly subpar but you have the boost of it's the laugh crush, track to yeah. make you realize oh you should laugh it's supposed to be funny it's exactly. a crutch but like i don't know that that dilutes the comedy aspect like the the punchlines were were very quippy and they were very on point like yeah sure maybe they're not like top tier comedy but I don't think it's like bottom of the barrel. It might stuff just be either. mid. No, but next time you watch, keep track of how many times <laughs> it's just mid. There's a laugh track where you're not actually laughing. Probably more than you think. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Which makes it less funny as a show. Exactly. Uh, no, I think it makes the funny parts stand out more. Uh, I mean, you have to remember, you have to understand the template that Andy's talking about. Like that, uh, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty confident the office and, and others didn't follow. It was literally like programmed in every x amount of seconds there will be a joke right so though like when it came to that form of comedy those shows were designed to keep you laughing the entire segment like the 30 minute segment right. because in the office there's not that's not how it works right i find the office to be very cringe to watch really? that's because you are cringe no no, no it's it's <laughs> it's cringe humor to me like steve carell's character in there is like very 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 difficult for me to laugh at have you only watched the first season because that's yeah. for sure that's why true the first yeah. Season. yeah oh Everyone man that. yeah oh, that first season is so good though and then like after that i've seen so like clips good. and like yeah. the clips out of context are sometimes funny but <laughs> well, do you, you know why it's the first season is like almost exactly mirroring the british version oh i see and it's ricky gervais's character so like they're literally just copying it right and then second season wow. on it becomes its own yeah, show yeah maybe you have to watch you have to watch the office we'll see no you have to Mm-hmm. You have, have in order to, to make an informed opinion, no, well, Landon's going to come really in one day. He's like, I'll, I'll tell you he's what. been binge watching The Office for 20 in hours. Order I'll make a pact with you guys. If I go broke and my routine becomes waking up, taking a nap to a show, I promise you, no, it'll be the no, office. No, that show's too right. good. That show's too good. All right, let me ask you this. Have yeah. you, <laughs> since those days, because uh, obviously I see you're different now, like you're running a business. Do you realize how absurd you're like? I management was back in those days. Like, Andy, what was I managing? I had nothing thing. to do. I used to, ta- I used to tell people about you because I thought it was fascinating. I was just like, you know <laughs> he said it was a case study. It, it's true. I'm being serious. I was like, so he literally has nothing to do. I was like, he's, he's a pro poker player, but he's not playing anymore. He doesn't have any money. So he literally has nothing to do all day except go to the gym. Yet he lives his entire day like he's the busiest man alive. And he just <laughs> complains about not having enough time to do this. Well, this. I wasn't complaining about and not having enough time. Was I was wild. complaining about not being able to allocate my time to anything. But to what? You should you have made a national no, that's, that's what I'm saying. That was my complaint, was that I was ultimately empty inside, Andy. See, the difference between you, you and I... you complain all day long about not having enough time to do things. <laughs> like, Andy, I got a nap again. Andy, I, gotta go to I the think gym. you Did missed he? a moment here. Did you he could have brought that? a camera and like a film. Like, so here we have a wild map. It's, it's crazy. Today, he says he's very busy. I don't know <laughs> that I was taking ever, another nap today. I don't. I think he's exaggerating. I don't know. I that think I was so really too. Because I don't. I, I think. You don't remember that stretch? I was a sloth. 
where yeah. he literally wasn't playing poker and literally was only going to the gym. That's all he no, did. Of course I remember and that stretch. Was just a long busy stretch. all day long. Wow. No, I, I don't remember him being busy, though. Well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I admire that foundation, though. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know that anybody was offering me work, and I was just like, sorry, man, my day's packed. The, no, it wasn't work. But the way I viewed it is that you woke up, and your only thought was, okay, where's the two-hour window that I'm going to get to the gym? And it would just, like, stress you out that's all correct. day. That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Like, you would basically revolve your entire day around, Thinking okay, about where am I, how am I going to get to the gym? Where it's just like, you have nothing else to do. Just go whenever you want to go. No, no, <laughs> I could no, never no, understand no, how no. it stressed you out I, so much. Because I needed the angst and the pain and the yeah, suffering that really. I was going through. Well, because what I was really, what I was really planning out was not where could I find the two-hour window for the gym. It was where am I going to allow myself some sense of relief from this weight that is just like hanging over me that i'm afraid is going to kill me at some point okay mm. and the, na the naps <laughs> in the gym really did a great job right. of that right. if i smoked weed i would have just been high all the time you, you would know? have joined tyler and dan yeah i would have became a fucking what zergot starcraft. starcraft lesbian gas collector <laughs> Is Vespine yeah. gas? <laughs> it's a very important. The, 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 the game, yes, the game would say like three things, and they would have it blasting. I mean, <laughs> on like one hundred, we need more Vespian gas. I did. I, I did not know how to turn off those alerts back then. <laughs> I've since learned. I started playing again a few weeks ago. Oh no! Oh, Christ! I've in years. Christ Almighty! I mean, the, the market's down. I understand. I'm going mean, back to crypto. Yeah. I'm going back. I to mean, it was just like that scene out of South Park where they got all. They all collectively got fat playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, where Dan's just like make banging make the keyboard. Was it make uh, make love, not Warcraft. Yeah, <laughs> and Dan and Tyler are just like banging hotkeys the whole time. So you just, and they have these gaming computer or gaming yeah, uh, mechanical keyboards. keyboards. Yeah. I have one. The so it's just the click 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 click. It's never ending. <laughs> They're stomping in puppy shit. <laughs> and, but but you must have enjoyed that. We were often yelling at Craig. I hated you. Oh yeah, that was enjoyable. <laughs> Man, that was enjoyable. It's it's so funny because I love the sound of clicking keys like a mechanical keyboard. Most people hate e, it. I think it's great, but if you don't like it, all you hear is Yeah. It's bad. Yeah, it's Dave, bad. Dave and me get a new keyboard. I don't blame him. I don't blame him one <laughs> fucking bit. It's like maybe you could use that one at home. <laughs> <laughs> people who watch Landon's stream, I often see it in the chat of like, does he have a mechanical keyboard? It's like Yeah. Yeah. I got you a lot know. of stuff going on. I'm streaming. I'm talking to people. I got all, I got a lot of stuff to go. So I, I really do quite play. like the clicking. I love that's what yeah, I'm saying. I love too. the clicking. I love the clicking and I love the RGB keyboard. But I don't know why. It's because a, I didn't have it when I was younger. There's a special place in hell for you guys. Uh, all right. We are approaching the two and a half hour mark. This has been yeah. a fucking glorious, glorious endeavor. About half of as long as I thought it was going to go. <laughs> uh, I, I could keep going for sure. Um, Dan... Thank you so much for your time. I know you're a busy man. I hope at some point in the future. Unbelievably, I am busy these days. Yeah, shocking. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> totally, that, totally new experience. Worrying about that two-hour window, but are you going to do something? Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Because <laughs> I, I, like, I don't remember Matt actually ever saying he was busy, but I <laughs> for sure told people I was busy. <laughs> For years and years. Please leave me alone. I'm busy. And I certainly was not. Um, Andy, are you free next Thursday to come on? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is with no, Berkey is now he is really busy and his time management still sucks. Oh, it's a little work. Actually, I'm not getting better. I think I'm sure it's gotten better. No, you think my time management sucks, but it's just because you see the inefficiencies and that is generally me being late. The truth of the matter is my time management is so fucking crisp that I'm trying to plan down to a 60-second window, and I miss it off. Yeah, okay, wow. it's not crisp. You just have things you need to get done, and you do them at some point. No, that's not that simple. 
I, I am very much regimented. I have like four blocks throughout the day. Yeah, you're uh, not, cuz. Bro, <laughs> you, don't, you don't even know. Like, I schedule I when live it, with you. I live in schedule <laughs> when. I see. I was waiting to go to the gym this morning for 30 minutes. Okay. What that's you that's a you problem. No, I was not late. I was totally fine. We got there at 831. Late. Uh, one minute late? Close at 930. Yeah, I had one hour to work out. That's what I. That's exactly what I partitioned. Minus out. the uh, six-minute drive, so Lynn it sounds is, like you're late. Lynn what are you talking about? Your time right. management, Andy. It's been so great having you. Also, happy birthday! What? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also, yes. What is he talking about? Um, I hope we get to have Dan on again at some point. Andy, we're probably just going to demand it out of you. Mm -hmm. I mean, at this point, there's like, way more stories to tell. Yeah. This, honestly, this would have been a better podcast if Craig were in my seat. Mm. No, it would not have been. <laughs> However, it would have been an okay podcast if Craig popped in about halfway through. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think one day you need to have an episode where it's you, Hanks, Craig, Tyler, and them two. I, yeah, I text man. Brent 30 minutes prior to going live saying, I think it's time we just get the band back together. He's like, I'm fucking swamped today. I go, okay. Wow. We'll do it again in the future. But Dan, he hit him with, I'm busy. Yeah. It would I'm be a little great. too busy. Well, yeah, he actually is busy now. It would be great to have Brent and Alan on. Ooh. Oh yes, I to very... it totally slipped my mind. But whenever we were talking about you being broke and how uh, awful it was traveling or whatever, I almost said a lot of that mentality was probably just from having to deal with angry Alan twenty four seven. <laughs> no, I, I love being on the road with Alan more than anyone. <laughs> I don't know Alan, but every wow. time I've ever heard him on the phone with Berkey, he's just telling Berkey how much he sucks and something <laughs> or something, and I fucking love. Does it. he call you guys? Still? He's like not a real person. He calls me all the time. All the time. All, all the time. He calls me every time. But it's always the same. Just you know, if, whenever he calls you, he's also called the other people. Right. He does it all at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one picks no, up. He just keeps trying. Yeah, he's yeah, drunk. Yeah. You know what's uh, incredible is I know. I'm, I have a high level of confidence that Alan will watch this. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, oh, 100%. He it's consumes like, so much. We, we both left poker, except that I just like actually left. And Alan watches every piece of content that's like ever been produced. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible his dedication to the sport. He's, he's one of my favorite human beings. Um, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you play us out on a story because it reminded me of when you and Tyler called Andy to, play to us troll out? him. What's that mean to play us out? When when, <laughs> when you and Tyler called Andy to troll him before we moved back out. Do you recall this? Okay. You guys got incredibly high. Okay. Uh, you decided. Do you remember what story I'm talking about? Oh, the airport. No, no, no. You were still living in New York. Tyler and Dan called you. Uh, I don't recall for what purpose. And you were just trying your damnedest to get off the phone. I do remember this, but I don't remember the details. For sure this happened like this a couple times, common. but I have no, I was yeah. high. Damn. I have no idea what I said. You, you, you had to, both of you have probably told me this story individually oh, at least five times. Uh, we got to get Tyler back out. Uh, very sad that, yeah. that uh, th this isn't remember or memorable, but um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll schedule in for next time. Tuesday. <laughs> we're just gonna do the see you next tuesday yeah uh and whatever tuesday if I you show, to show up, up here on the same day you're thinking cool but yeah. probably not <laughs> <laughs> right. whatever tuesday you we're decide to show tuesday, up so it doesn't we'll be matter. here yeah. and uh we'll call that andy's next tuesday segment Fair. so tomorrow yeah. maybe tomorrow we'll see uh thank you again to our sponsor wpt global huge shout out to them uh still giving away seats they can't help themselves so there will be a one seat guarantee Monday through Saturday that you guys can play at 515 Pacific, 815 Eastern. Uh, I will be a bounty in Sunday's satellite, which is an eight seat giveaway. Usually it's laying, uh, overlaying three to four seats, give or take. Uh, so be sure if you're in a territory where you can play, download, sign up, get in there. Uh, we'll see you guys all at the win. 
this December. Uh, I believe we're going to be doing a live show from the win on site. So looking forward to that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you haven't already, please like, comment, subscribe. Let us know which of the Dan and Andy tales you enjoyed the most. And uh, <laughs> what Tuesday you'd like to see Andy here next. Uh, on that note, we'll be back at our normal time at noon tomorrow. I believe Brandon Shaq Harris will be joining us. So be sure to tune in. We'll see you guys then. Peace. Later.